For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yo. It's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective, got to fill your voice Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that, and we're down with Fightful, better fall back Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat No need to double check, these are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yo. That is so good. Thank you, <laughs> Cole, for the new Grapsity intro. That is Crazy. so dope. Yeah, I'm really mad I lost those sunglasses in LA. Those have been my favorite pair for like 10 years. My old what a way to go out, though. You know, last time on camera. Great, great stuff. Thanks, Cole. Shout out to Cole. That was really dope. Did yeah. you did you leave those glasses in El Segundo? Uh, I don't know where those are. <laughs> I can go to El Segundo. <laughs> you know what? I think they are. Honestly, I'm pretty sure I left them. In the media room at where we did Ring of Honor, or the Ring of Honor media scrum. I'm pretty sure that's where those are. But welcome to a brand new edition of Grapsity. I'm Will Washington, and I'm never alone here on this show. I'm joined by Philip Lindsay. I'm in the building. Um, you know, just going to say it right away, you know. Just with the events of last week, being that your last episode, and a wrestling thing is that on the way out you put to, put somebody over, mm. put your guy over. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> I was right. Put your man over. <laughs> man, I, I was trying not to the elephant in the room yet, as yes. far as uh, my departure. I wanted to intro everybody first, but we'll talk about some things. Okay. Righteous Reg is also here. It's me, Media Man, your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster. It's Graph City Saturday. Will Washington, Philip Lindsay, Righteous Reg. It's been a whole bunch of these, a whole bunch of Saturdays I've been waking up doing this thing with these guys. Feels crazy today. What's going on here? Nobody knows. We're just talking about wrestling as always. Am I right? Yeah. I mean, look, uh, I'll I'll address the old elephant in the room, um, which is that, yeah, this is my last episode of Grapsity. I, I mentioned this past week that I would be departing Fightful um, and a big big part of that the flagship show I do here on Fightful one Grapsity uh 
or uh, Grapsody, as uh, Jeremy has been saying since the day we started the show. Mm -hmm. Grapsody. Uh, yes. And I apologize. My connection is going wonky, but it looks like it is. Am I right here? It's uh, it's okay. Yeah, I think it fixed itself. I think. Yeah. Okay. Well, I hope so. Either way, uh, God, there's this ringing in my ears right now because I went to a concert last night. Mm. Um, it was Sublime and Bone Thugs. Uh, ah. It was sold out, mm -hmm. and uh, ten thousand people there. I mean, look. First off, I'm tired of y'all, Bone. I've seen y'all perform many times. <laughs> And they always just say Bone Thugs and Harmony, but I feel like it's Lies. less and less. I, it's mm -hmm. always less and less members every time. And they were like, mm -hmm. all right, here, bring them out. Bone Thugs and Harmony. And I'm like, hey, it's Wishbone and Crazy Bone. What? Oh, that, that's it. <laughs> that was that is not Bone Thugs and Harmony. That's Wishbone <laughs> and Crazy Bone. I know. This is crazy, Bone. What the hell's yeah. going on here? Oh, yeah, they did. They're too... And the funny thing was, there's if there's a video that starts circulating of me, uh, it's because look, I grew up a huge Bone Thugs and Harmony fan, mm -hmm. and there was this dude that was recording me the whole time because I knew every lyric to every song. <laughs> yeah, it's Bone. Yeah, and uh, it's kind of weird. Why is he recording you? <laughs> um, it was this show. white dude who was there. For, I know. Well, it was this white dude who was like there for Sublime and like didn't oh. know any Bone songs, and he's ah. like. This guy here is it's the first of the month. Gotta grind, gotta get mine in the hood, and a clang and a slang and a double nine. Gotta find him dubs. Only got forty, gotta thug it love. What's up? What's yeah. up? <laughs> and mm -hmm. so, like there, I like I I was there for everything. Bump the thugs. Um, honestly, time songs. Um, but uh, it, it was a good time. It was a good time. Yeah, very nineties vibe. Everybody had on a flannel of some sort. Um and you know time it, was it, is. Good, it was good. Uh bunch of me's yeah, inside. No, Sublime there, with huh? Rome. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like you know Reg is 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 out in these streets if you see the flannel on. Um but yeah, so I've got this ringing in my ears right now because it it was loud. It was Red Rocks. If you've never been to Red Rocks, you have to at least one time see a concert at Red Rocks. I was actually looking around thinking like, how could a wrestling show do Red Rocks? I don't know how. But for those who have never been to Red Rocks, it's a giant outdoor amphitheater. Um, and it is all... The Red Rocks is, of course, a natural formation. And so uh, being that it's a natural formation... Uh, it's you go see concerts that are like nothing sounds like red rocks because the acoustics are literally just the sound bouncing off of rocks and you, you're sitting in this giant natural formation of, of an amphitheater watching people perform if you've never seen a concert there i recommend at least one time go see a concert at red rocks go see your favorite artist do it um everybody who's anybody has performed at red rocks at least mm -hmm. once Famously, the the Beatles uh, performed at Red Rocks in the '60s, and uh, they had people for miles because it's mm -hmm. there's no assigned seats. Uh, you basically buy a GA ticket and sit where you can. There were people in the trees last night, like that's Red Rocks, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So, but they sold out last night, and it, it was cool. Anyway, anyway, talking about the real thing my last episode of uh grapsity um 
I've seen people asking and speculating about uh, what's next for me and why I uh, made the decision to walk away from Fightful. Um, I'm not going to address that on this show. And so I'm just going to tell people who are sending in super chats about that, uh, that this don't please um that's that like i'll read your super chats but it's just it's not something i'm gonna answer right now um i really just want to use this episode to kind of celebrate my time with my guys man like this is uh i have enjoyed every single saturday i have sat here i have never walked away from a grapsity in a bad mood or Mm-mm. uh or feeling negative about this show this is even uh, that episode where people thought we was beefing yeah no i honestly i i enjoy like good conversation and good like debates and stuff like that like for anybody who would ever think that there is any type of negative feeling i've ever had toward anybody on this show or this show in itself never not one time Mm -hmm. um and no i've always felt positively about this show and i've always felt positively about the, the audience and everything about this show so um, I am ready to talk about everything. But being that this is Grab City, don't forget that we have Super Chats, we have Humper Chats. Support everything that Grab City support what we do here. YouTube.com slash Fightful is the way to send in your Super Chats. YouTube.com slash Fightful. Yes, and then also uh, we have Humper Chats, HumperChats.com. You can send those at any point. And thank you to everybody who's been sending these for the last... Uh, the oldest one is 12 hours ago. So... Um, Thank you to everybody who has sent in Humper Chats because I, I... he doesn't make me cry today. Please don't. I've done enough of that recently. Uh, But let's see. We got Cal Jammer who says, Will, cheers, man. Thank you for all you've given to this, your craft, and to us, the listeners. You found us in good times and bad, a constant, a source of... Is it just me? Uh, I think I might be coming through Reg's headphones. Oh shit! Um, give me a second. <laughs> I think. I hear th- myself I, slightly. All my things are okay. I think. Um. Hmm. Uh. Well, I'll just say that. Uh. Well, I continue saying a, co- a source of laughs and happiness. I hope the kids grow to be everything they want to be. Hell of a role model. Um, that's something I'll address on the show. I haven't addressed this yet, and I feel like it'll maybe make something make sense. Uh, it's a tweet. I tweeted it December 7th, 2022. Uh, and what I said in that tweet, I think it was something fairly vague, but what I said was rough times ahead. Um, and I never addressed what that was about. That was just something I was feeling in that moment. Uh, let me make sure that's exactly what I said um, and the date I said it, because now I'm second guessing myself. <laughs> Come on, uh, Will. You never get these dates wrong. I know, right? <laughs> uh, let's see. But uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I'm, I'm looking <laughs> it up. Uh, I want my exact wording on this. Uh, I know it was January or December seventh. I'm positive of that. Uh, the roughest times are ahead. Ooh, that's what I said. So okay. the roughest times are officially ahead. I'm gonna make it through. And uh, what I was referring to there was the fact that um, 
you know, I think people are fairly aware that I've been a software developer for a long time. And uh, I got laid off back in December. I lost my job back in December. And uh, that was scary. I have not been unemployed since it was early 20s. Um, before my kid was born, that's for sure. Before I had a kid, uh, that was the last time I was unemployed. And I, I lost my job and I wasn't sure what was, what was going to happen. And I'm really thankful to, uh, to Sean, to Jimmy, to pretty much everybody who, uh, helped me through that time period, who helped me, you know, gave me more opportunities. The reason that I started hosting more and more podcasts was because I needed more money. Um, and so that was, uh, what I had been working on for the last few months was really figuring out how I was going to feed my family because uh, severance has run out and um, you know Ed, there's there comes a point where you have to start looking around like what am I going to do how am I going to take care of the kids how am I going to take care of the family how am I going to do any of this and so uh, I have spent the last four months trying to figure that out and uh the good news is i did figure that out and so um but the bad news is that uh the the role i ended up taking is uh is away from fightful and so that's that's pretty much that 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 part of it i can't address that i i i i was scared i was scared out of my mind my best friend watched me sob <laughs> because uh i i always prided myself on being the one who had everything figured out as far as you know taking care of my family and uh and knowing what was next and knowing that our bills were paid that our mortgage was taken care of that my cars were paid uh our electricity i wasn't gonna have to cancel anything worry about any bills and for the first time in my adult life i had to look up and go I don't know what's next. And I was scared. And uh, I'm, I'm happy that uh, it turns out that the roughest of times were not as they weren't as rough as I thought they were going to be. I'll just say that. Um, so I th thank you to everybody, by the way, who, who, who knew, and who, again, you know, pitched in with an opportunity here and there. We're like, like, I mean, God, I hosted back-to-back -back WrestleMania nights uh, mm -hmm. uh, on on Fightful here, and that's the reason for that. Was Sean was really generous with making sure that uh, I was taken care of as far as having opportunities here on Fightful, and I really appreciate that. Um, so there's that. You guys knew. <laughs> uh, you guys mm -hmm. knew the moment I lost my job, um, mm -hmm. and. Hell, I think you guys knew before because I had a feeling, right? Like I was, yeah. yeah I, I, it's one of those things where you could kind of read the tea leaves. Um, you know, you were hearing pretty much all around December of tech companies and things along those lines, like cutting jobs back. And I was paying attention to certain things that were happening, and uh, it was one of those silly things where there was a meeting scheduled and nothing else scheduled after that, and I went, huh. I wonder what this is about and i remember i texted you guys i called sean and i was like you know i have a feeling i'm gonna be out of a job tomorrow because uh they scheduled the meeting for first thing in the morning and nothing else 
and uh, you know how those things go. So, whew. it was a blessing in disguise, as they say. Yes, a we're blessing. here. Yeah. So uh, I know, and I got to do more content with you guys. I got to do more content with pretty much everybody, and I did as much as I could. That was that was it. Um, but that's 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 what that tweet was about for anybody who was wondering at the time. And I appreciate everybody who reached out because I hate vague tweeting like that. And I know I've been vague tweeting for the last like two days. Um, <laughs> but, no, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really do. I, he I loves do hate it. No, I, <laughs> definitely. That guy. It's like I don't want to be that guy. Yes, you do. Yes. No, I, I, like honestly, I would have rather just like said outright like. Hey, that's my fucking job, right? But that was like, I don't know what I can even say about any of that because uh, the company that I was working for, um, I had multiple NDA signed with that I couldn't even talk about the fact that I worked for that company. And so I'm like, can I talk about leaving that company? Like, what can I even say? Uh, so uh, I don't know. I wasn't even allowed to keep a LinkedIn. That's how like wow. stuff was... Um, that's why for people who have tried to look me up on LinkedIn, you'll never find it because uh, as far as that company was concerned, they were so protective of their property and uh, their intellectual properties that even me working for them, I wasn't allowed to say. Crazy. Um, let's see. Okay. Uh, Cal says, to media man and controversial Phil, fucking huge. <laughs> Uh, props, as I said to Will on DM, the money ain't the best, but I'll be damned if I don't give the flowers to, uh, if I don't give you the flowers to, excuse me, um, trying to continue here. Uh, no when, need not when to. Did, when did I become controversial? Yeah, I was, I was curious I, about that too. What, what, is, what, is, what have I done that's controversial? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Reg causes more controversy. Yeah. No, like, no, what? Phil's got some controversy, honestly. Yeah, Phil's um, not Look, uh, when I think about <laughs> the amount of times that Phil has to, I mean, and the, here's the thing. Sometimes the controversy's right. Like, there's a lot of times where it's like, run, the, run them apologies. You know, there's, there's plenty of times. But in the moment, there are times where it's controversial. I feel like there were things said this week. That <laughs> I, I, just, I just let them be said, and I just watched them from afar, and people were like, Nah, wasn't that what you know? I was like, ah, da, da, da. it's all right. Mm -hmm. I know what I said. <laughs> mm -hmm. Let it let it live out there, cause you know, it be, it just be so wrong in the moment when I say it. But you know, later when people really give it some thought, they be like, dang, they might have had a point. But that could be controversial <laughs> to some. Even you know, even if you're right about it, it could still be controversial takes. You know. Yeah, I mean, all controversy has to have is debate. All it has to have is discourse. That's controversy. And you stay um, with that, Phil. <laughs> nah, man, I just, uh, I, I didn't tweet a word when I saw certain things come up this week. No? <laughs> I, tweeted, I tweeted a lot at the time, and people didn't like it. So mm -hmm. I, you know, I was just like, oh, well, cool. Big gold belt, baby. Uh, let me say that. Oh, you know what I want to talk about, though? Because we ain't got to talk about it yet. Guys. So, Reg, are you worried about the Warriors at this stage? Uh, they might be done. Might be worried? Done, Listen. I have emotions. I have emotions. But, Game 7, 
the in Warriors. Sacramento. In Oh, but you know them Warriors fans. Warriors fans are gonna fill that place up too. Like it's not this gonna is, be just is, Sacramento this fans. A, this has been a bad road team this year. Yeah, so much so that when yeah. they they won the last game in Sacramento, I was like, "That's it, go home and finish the series." And mm, they went home they and made a fucking gag. Uh, uh, I I think it's done. I think Sacramento's gonna win now. Um, and I think uh, you know, speaking of things that I said at the time <laughs> that people did like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I tweeted at the time that you know Sacramento is the best team in California. Hey, and what if the Lakers you, are though? And and you, I'm not going to address that because if I do, then somebody <laughs> will call me a hater. Um, but I, I said at the time Sacramento is the best team in California. And you were like, Nah, you know where you're coming this weekend. I said, Nah, yeah, I do. But I've been mm. watching this team. Them young boys is balling. Mm. And so seeing one Lee Moriarty, and he was like, You. Didn't you say Sacramento is the best team in California? He I did. Said, I he did. stopped you he straight up, that. and it was like, mm-hmm. yeah. I said I did. I did. Mm-hmm. And so if they win this series, you know, just uh, I just pointed it out, you know. If they win this series, I'm going to get me a LeBron jersey tomorrow, Listen, baby. I, I wanted You know there's right. Jokic jerseys available, too. There's <laughs> nah, Nobody the, want that. Nobody want that. I, I, I wanted to be wrong <laughs> about this because I wanted the Warriors to win this series because – I fear, and I said this on the podcast as well, that the way the first round is set up, it feels like this guy is going to slink into the Western Conference Finals yeah. after beating the gutless fucking Memphis uh, <laughs> And a well-deserved loss for them, too. Yeah, Very well they earned it. Yeah, they no, earned they, it. Earned, they, they earned every bit of that embarrassing loss mm-hmm. on Thursday night. Friday yeah. night, sorry. Yeah. The Grizzlies, ugh. Look, yeah. I, I was at that concert last night, so I didn't get to watch the game, but I checked in on it. And Disgusting. I saw, mm. yeah, when I saw they were down 30 and thought, what? That can't be right. Ugh, um, this, and it was the third this, quarter. The uh, the Lakers had scored like 90-something. I think it was like 90-65. I think it was 95-65 when I checked in on the score. And I was like, all right, these guys are cooked. I figured this series could go to seven. Nope, not a chance. No, I, uh, I, I, they got lucky that it went this far. Um, but honestly, yeah, no. <laughs> Let this be a lesson, people in the world. Win games first. Get the job done first before you start talking. That's what, that's the moral don't, of the story. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't, don't come out and say, I'm fine in the West, Mm-mm. and then lose to a team that just made the playoffs in the second half of the season. Yeah. No, you look like a joke. Don't say you want to see the Lakers. You can beat them in seven. Dylan Brooks, and then lose, and then duck every chance to speak in front of media. Poking now you look bear. like a sucker. Now, like what do you look like what a clown. he say? I don't, I don't address anyone unless they drop a forty piece on me, and then get the forty piece. And then, and then they you, won you, by you forty. Let, <laughs> you, you let LeBron drop twenty uh, points and twenty two rebounds on your head. Is yeah, you you look like a joke. Um, yeah, and so yeah, no, get the job done first. And don't show up and lose to a seventh seed when you're the second team. Second seed. But how was he even talking? He hasn't done anything. That's what drives that's, me crazy. That's what like, Draymond you ain't got has no been saying all year. You, ain't got no, you would have got nothing to show for because, this. Because look at it like this. Man, if Draymond loses, Draymond's still a four-time champion. Yes. You lost, and you just look like a loser. That's it. <laughs> that's what it is. You took an embarrassing loss to a team that two months ago – wasn't going to be in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, you you. you my players on the injured reserve through the whole season, you, but they you, out here. You went out. You went out sad. You let you let mm. D'Lo put mm. you out of the playoffs. Mm. Tough, tough. I mean, good good on D'Lo. For it's been a fun D-Lo. playoffs though. I mean, look, 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, honestly, um, it's been really fun. Like Miami knocking off uh, the Bucks. Who yeah. saw that coming? I yeah. I definitely did not. What did, What did I say when Blue was on our podcast? Jimmy Butler circles Milwaukee on his calendar. Mm. I don't know what they've done to this man in his career, <laughs> but every time he plays the Milwaukee Bucks, he takes it personal. I don't yeah. know what it is about him. Um, speaking of Jimmy Butler. Gentleman sweep, too. Like, I didn't yeah. know it was going to go like that. Mm. Spe- yeah, speaking of uh, Jimmy Butler, shout out to Jeff Teague for giving that great retelling of <laughs> the practice game and everything that happened with that. Tremendous stuff. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Jimmy Butler's a legend, man. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Even if he doesn't win a ring, he doesn't do anything else with his career. This man is a legend. I watched him come to Chicago and put up more the second most 50-point games in this city, mm-hmm. only under Michael Jordan. I, 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 and then I watched this guy go and prove everybody wrong every chance he got. Yep. This guy was the last at the end of his draft. He was the mm-hmm. last guy picked. He's the mm-hmm. last guy picked. This guy's proved people wrong every chance he's gotten. I just love every second of it. Watching him in the bubble go one-on-one with LeBron and almost winning that series. It's one of the greatest things I've ever seen. And watching yeah. this guy as a, as a team that lost in the first round mm-hmm. of the playing tournament this year, knock out the first seed, first playing tournament team to do that. Yeah. Legendary stuff, man. Jimmy Butler's Jimmy, a man. dog, and they had you saw Giannis's uh, press conference where he was just ooh. De- deflated. I, and oh listen, yeah. man! On on that subject, I understand everything you said, uh, Giannis. It was a great answer, but the Bucks did fail. Yeah, they did. And, and furthermore, that wasn't a bad question. Mm-hmm. It was a fair question. You you did right by answering it the way you did, but it was a fair question. There's nothing right. wrong with with that question. Mm-hmm. Uh, so round two begins today, and um, uh, for my Nuggets. But uh, Curry. Yeah. Next question, please. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, now nah, that that brings back a reoccurring question, and this is the last time I'll get a chance to ask you for a while. Are you worried about the Phoenix Suns, young man? Because mm. uh, watching those guys last series, I think you should be. Yeah, uh, I am worried about them. But I, I mean, look, I was worried about um, uh, the Grizzlies because I think that uh, because (laughs) honestly, because uh, Carl Anthony Towns and um, Rudy Gobert. Oh, Minnesota. You said you meant Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Sorry, I meant meant Timberwolves. Sorry, Uh, I meant the Timberwolves. Um, But uh, we were just talking about the Grizzlies, so fresh in my head. Mm -hmm. Uh, But anyway, just thinking about the uh, having. Two centers like that, uh, able to take on Jokic, um, and they were. I think they held Jokic the strongest I've seen anybody hold Jokic all season. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I was worried about. I do. I don't necessarily believe that Phoenix has an answer for Jokic the way that uh, the Timberwolves did. But I do think offensively is what I'm worried about. Defensively, mm-hmm. I'm not so much worried. Yeah, because um, my response to that was going to be, they may not, but do the Denver Nuggets have a answer for Kevin Durant? <laughs> right. And so, like I said, uh, the, it's basically. I think this is going to be an offensive showing from both mm-hmm. teams because I don't believe that Phoenix has a defensive showing for Jokic. But do we have a defensive answer for? 
uh, Kevin Durant, and I don't know that we do. But so mm. we'll yeah. see how this plays out. I mean, look, Clippers went out the way they did, uh, but that ended up being a fun series too. Um, man, it's just fun to see Westbrook motivated again and confident. Mm-hmm. And he looked like he was having a blast playing basketball. I'm sorry, L.A. fans, but he didn't look like he was having fun playing basketball in L.A. Right. And no. he just looked uncomfortable. He looked unhappy. And it's just good to see him back to being himself again. Mm-hmm. And I won't go into what I said before. I do think he's owed apologies. But I think the best thing out of this series was watching him go head-to-head with Kevin Durant in the playoff mm-hmm. series. And just not just them join at each other on the court, but them like dapping it up afterwards and telling people like once and for all, like, nah, we're not beefing. It's just basketball. It was great. It was a great moment. Yeah. Uh, it is crazy to think about that Thunder squad. And like, that's like the only time I recall people like truly being in on the Thunder. And mm-hmm. since then, uh, it, it's Thunder. Thunder look pretty good right now. I think they got bright future. Um, they had a bright future, but I just remember like there was only one time period, and that's the time period where I feel like the Thunder had stars, and they uh, uh, they, they tried to show us then who Harden was, and I I didn't believe them. <laughs> I thought maybe this was just an anomaly. He just had a bad showing in that finals, and I've watched this man disappear in big moments ever ever since. Never mm. believed, never believed James Harden ever. Yeah, mm-hmm. never nah, believed this man. Um, but yeah. On OKC, sorry, Jeremy Lambert, but Kevin Durant was right. He was right to leave. Hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> either way, like that, that was the only time that uh, I remember feeling like the the Thunder was a force within the NBA. And since then, they've basically just been another team. Right. <sighs> ah, well. Uh, what else we got? Um, humanoid guy Foon says for Grapsity, long time listener, first time Humber Chatter. Well, I don't know what to say other than thank you. I can't wait to see what you do next. I've always wondered how you guys felt about the Beastie Boys, and since this is the last time, uh, to ask. <laughs> People think I hate white rappers, I think, is what this uh, yeah, I, I, is stemming off. I mean, literally, you had a tweet you were going in yesterday. That's not what that was. I was not going in. I People don't like, what do you think of Lil Dicky, Reg? What I do you think of Lil Dicky? Lil Dicky is whack. But I love white rappers. Mac Miller, incredible. Uh, I like underground white rappers, ASAP Rock. Uh, Legend Slug, Paul Wall. Oh, Paul Rock Wall, was, baby. What yeah. you know about me? Come on. What you mean? I was watching, look, me and my daughter watch old videos on occasion. And for whatever reason, we were watching Sit in Sideways, Boys mm-hmm. in the Day. That's a banger. That on was fire. a banger. <laughs> Come on, man. And my daughter was like, wait, that's Paul Wall? He's white? I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's heard that's not the first time that's been said out loud. Yeah, so I was like, "Oh yeah, you have no idea, Veda. This mm-hmm. is uh, that was an era." But yeah, the Beastie Boys too. I have a fuck with the Beastie Boys, man. They like are originators and like change the game for hip hop. No matter how you try to spin it, and Eminem, you know, he'd be on some bullshit for the last couple of years with his rapidy rap shit. But like, there was a time where like Eminem was the guy, and he probably is if you really get down to the brass tags the best white rapper there is so 
Like my my relationship with Eminem really stems from the fact that I always just it always bugged me that he got away with stuff that a lot of black rappers couldn't get away with, yeah. and that was the stuff that uh, would just drive me insane back then. Where um, it was I don't know it was just at the time uh, as soon as he came out it was like you know I was a big hip hop head and uh, I've told the story that when I was uh, I moved to a wider town when my parents um, got some money and I was like the only person around who listened to rap music. And, uh, and it bugged me that I was the only person around listening to rap music. And then like a year later, Eminem came out and all, and everybody, all of a sudden, all all the white people around were uh, all of a sudden experts on rap music. (laughs) That's not what I experienced. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, stop but, me if you heard this before. Man, I hate rap music. Uh, I like Eminem. I didn't even want uh, you to finish no, the sentence. No, I, did, that, I heard that a lot too, right? And, yes. But that was the thing was, Damn it. It, was see, it was a lot of people who were like, it was either that or they suddenly thought that, you know, Eminem's the top rapper right now, so mm-hmm. I know rap music. Like or all like rap. the other rappers suck. Eminem will kill all of them, and they yeah, don't and know it, any of them. Yeah, and I'm like... <laughs> What is this? What? What? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, I, a lot of my resentment for Eminem came from that time period for me yeah. of right we, around Buzz, the time. Is Busby's in here? We're in trouble. You know, <laughs> he's in here yeah, just I, I, fuming right now. Eminem is taking a lot of heat for some of his awful fans. Totally. And, and the funny thing about some of his awful fans is mm-hmm. they he don't, don't realize them. He, he they don't realize he hates them too. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say like he don't stand by them. He doesn't want this. He doesn't like you guys. I pointed this out to somebody at one point. I was like, "Yo, Stan is about y'all. Y'all don't yeah. like this, but Stan is about you." Yeah. Um, um, that, that that's song crazy. is about You're calling you. people Stan, and that's you. He made this song for you, bro. He made this song because he doesn't like you, weirdo. This there, is there crazy. we go. Um, I never even thought about that. And his fans, man, the, how many more, guys are man? How many guys around you did you experience who had bleached their hair that year that uh, Eminem came that shit that had the short shaved look with the bleached hair? Because Mm, it was a hell of Eminem's in my high school. I'm like, damn, there's Eminem's everywhere out here. (laughs) (laughs) They all. I mean, that's the thing. Was the the funny thing was Phil's right in that the real Slim Shady was a real thing because uh, I remember this one year I was walking through the hall and I I vision I, I. and picturing this vividly, but I remember seeing like five dudes who were just in white t-shirts with bleached <laughs> hair and all of them. And that was just the look. And I'm looking around mm-hmm. the halls and I'm like, and then he did that MTV performance where there yeah, was all yeah, yeah, hell of them. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, and I had that same thought that he's making fun of you guys. Like this. Yeah. Is- <laughs> yeah, you, you don't realize it, but no, no. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they're just starting to realize it now where people are like, oh, he's trying to get woke in the, and get the woke politics, blah, 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 blah. There's nothing I hate more than the way people use woke. You're using uh. that word wrong. I won't get into that rant. But mm-hmm. um, when people realize that, that he's against them, especially some Trump voters, I was like, no, he always hated you guys. You yeah. just figured it out. <laughs> he, he never liked you. He was never <laughs> on your side. Everything that he likes and everything that he's known for being like a big believer in, like him being like this big hip hop fan, like being mm-hmm. like not just a hip hop fan, like he's like 
a huge hip hop fan. Like he mm-hmm. he like knows things that most hip hop fans don't know. Mm-hmm. No, he's he he doesn't like he's not like you. Like mm-hmm. maybe you guys <laughs> missed this, but he's not like you. Just because he's white doesn't mean he's like you. Um, but yeah, on the Beastie Boys topic, love the Beastie Boys, man. Intergalactic is, is a classic record. Um, mm-hmm. Sabotage. I don't care how many times I hear it. It is dope. Come on, dun, dun, classic. Dun, 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 that's hard. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, the, the way they used uh, Intergalactic in the new uh, Marvels trailer is fantastic. Dropping the Don't Tell Me to Smile in there. It's a great nod to the first movie. Good stuff. Uh, we got another one. Orion Ben says, uh, to Grab City, currently in transit for a friend's baby shower, so I'll have to play catch up, but cannot say thank you enough to Will for speaking or for sparking this three man power trip. Uh, as a comic sports music blurred in the wrestling space, Grab City was sorely needed. Hashtag thank you. Thank you, Orion Ben 666. Thank you. I appreciate you. Um, you know, I mentioned this. Um, I mentioned this on uh, Day After Dynamite this week that I brought up the conversation with um, with Life of Deem that Reg and I had had mm-hmm. at Revolution last year and how much, in the conversation Reg and I had afterward and how much that really put into perspective that moment there mm-hmm. uh, where we were in this space and why the show was necessary. And I really appreciated having that conversation because it, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it did a lot for me um so thank you guys and it's been amazing because pretty much every event that we've went to together we've had a bunch of those like since then like a bunch more people saying oh we need you in this space uh there wasn't anything you guys fill in the void that wasn't there and it's just amazing to hear because pretty much what we set out to do for y'all to say back to us what we set out to do is like damn man this is dope yeah i mean yeah and even us saying we set out to do certain things I don't think any of us expected it to be as big as it was, or people honestly, as quickly the way they did. Uh, no. and tumbling, it's 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 um it's really cool, man. We love mm-hmm. you. Yeah, I really do. Uh, Anwar says, Phil, please fire off your Stardom All Star Grand Queendom takes. That show mm-hmm. was amazing. Thanks for the year plus of entertainment. You all created something special with this show. Thank you, Anwar. Meltzer yeah. just does not want to give up them five stars for a women's wrestling match. He, <laughs> he just he, cannot he, do tripping. it. <laughs> he was tripping. Uh, that definitely was one of the best pay-per-views of the year, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, just start to finish, great wrestling. Um, fantastic moments like Mercedes coming out in the Black Tiger gear that mm-hmm. looked fire. Fire. And, I mean, not to Eddie Guerrero and just everything related to it with Japanese wrestling. But mm-hmm. then putting the eye of Rom on there and just yeah. noting it's still for the culture. Mm-hmm. Listen, Mercedes is a legend, man. She I don't is care if she super lost that, legend. I don't care if she lost that night. I predicted that she was going to lose that night because she was hamming it up for weeks. I, I knew this was going to be Mayu's moment, and she did great by Mayu. Yeah, came Mayu. back out there. <laughs> came back out there with a huge shiner on her head and stepped oh, her over. Um, no, Mayu was not fucking around. Mayu was like, I'm about to win this championship, and I will kick your head into the third row to get it mercedes no, is selling and how she was bumping in that was crazy like well, i don't know we haven't seen too many performances from her like this like every japanese performance she's had has been fire like one after the other and this shit was like some stardom shit for sure <laughs> yeah tre- tremendous heel work all the way through from like the promo she did 
in the match being as obnoxious as possible, mm-hmm. spending the first half of the match trying to put Mayu away as quick as possible with the moneymaker. And then when she landed it, trying to get the pin over and over again because she couldn't believe she didn't win. Yeah, Just really, really fun stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Tam getting the win from surprise. I did mm. not think Tam was winning this match. I just yeah. knew Julia was going to retain. One of the best surprises of the night. That main really, event was crazy. They were really, really fighting. Good main event. Uh, hey, guys. Have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made, and I was shocked. He is in his 80s, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids, and he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing, too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger, her body looks leaner, has energy all day, and Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. I'm really happy for Tam because I do think people looked over Tam twice, and that was kind of the point of this that people looked over her at New at Wrestle Kingdom because they were mm-hmm. like, "Oh, when Mercedes coming in?" So she's losing, and she did lose, yeah, pretty quickly. And I think coming into this match, like, "Nah, y'all, y'all forgetting me," and, and just mm-hmm. coming out after the match and saying, "Believe in Tam," and I was like, "I believe." It was it was a it was a great night for Cosmic Angels as well because. Uh, me and the guy, her win as well. Mm-hmm. Just, just a good night, man. Uh, and off the back of Mercedes' loss, we got a super huge announcement about a new New Japan show in Long Beach. Crazy New Japan Strong Women's yeah. Championship, pretty much being announced. Mercedes is going to be there. Willow's going to be there. I just like one night tournament think. to crown a champ. Mm. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. it's crazy how this happens like mercedes is reach her how everything you know stardom had a huge show because she's a part of it they're basically announcing this championship because of her you know what i mean like it's crazy that her post wwe thing has went so well like i mean we all kind of expected it to be so we all expected it to be dope but like for her to be so involved and so like she's just pushing it so hard. Like you just know she wants and like how uh, before we started talking on this podcast, we're talking about how hard she's going for impact and Trinity. It's like she is on a different level Listen. of doing things. Listen, there was really a point after she left WWE that people were saying she's done. She's going to go acting. Mm-hmm. If anything, even if it's not just that she's wrestling well, she's just showing how much she loves pro wrestling. man. Yep. And it's just really cool to I- watch. It's mm-hmm. just, it's amazing, man. Yeah. There was a lot of talk at the time that she left of 
uh, oh, she doesn't need pro wrestling. Oh, she, she'll do fine without it. And it's almost like she's proving that maybe she doesn't, but she's going to, and she's going to yeah. do it at a harder level than she ever has. And mm-hmm. I, that is commendable. And honestly, I cannot wait to see what uh, Trinity um, mm. then gets to prove on the I'm other high. side of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I will be in the building later tonight to see her wrestle Kylan King. Oh, let's go. That. Yeah, that's going to be hard. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about that here in a minute. Uh, we've got Tony P, um, who set up a monthly tip, uh, who says, Thank you, Will, for the idea of Grapsity. Giving us a space to discuss freely. You'll be missed here, but we'll still support you wherever you go. Uh, now, <laughs> the bullshit. How many legends... Now regret saying they agreed with the mania finish after Monday. <laughs> uh, I bet they still don't regret. It. I think some people still enjoyed that match and that finish. Mm-hmm. I think uh, to me, Austin was talking from the perspective of somebody who only saw Mania and didn't watch anything prior to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that, so, because yeah. in a vacuum, that's probably uh, you know he was talking about the ending and how he liked the ending in a vacuum probably fine but if you had seen the last of uh, five of those title defenses um having that exact same ending um i think there might have been a bit of a head scratcher there uh i don't know i i had a tweet that caused a little bit of controversy on that where i had said that um it's crowning a new champion um without defeating roman reigns is a consolation prize and uh i had some people arguing me on that and kind of missing the point of what i'm saying here because they're like well how do you get a second they're like how do you get they're like how do you get a second championship how is this any different than you know when finn balor was crowned universal champion how is this different from when triple h was crowned wwe or world heavyweight champion in 2002 i'll tell you guys how it's different um for a year the top prize in wwe has not been the universal championship it has not been the WWE Championship. The top prize still in WWE is neither of those things, and it's not the new World Heavyweight Championship. It is defeating Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. period. He is the biggest star in the company. He is the biggest star in the wrestling business. The biggest thing that you can achieve right now in pro wrestling is defeating Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Now, by defeating Roman Reigns, the thing that comes with that is becoming the WWE Universal Champion. Mm-hmm. But defeating Roman Reigns right now is the biggest goal in the company. And because they've crowned a new champion without that happening, you've already set up a consolation prize. You set up mm-hmm. a second place. You've set up a, hey, Roman can't be defeated, so therefore we've got this other thing over here. I said that. Again, the thing I've been most contentious with Phil over is the fact that I don't believe Roman having both championships was a bad thing because I do believe that the biggest thing in the company is defeating Roman Reigns. And Mm -hmm. so, therefore, all of that should be together. But I don't believe that a second championship should have been introduced until you took care of that. And Mm -hmm. that's the problem I have. If Cody had beaten Roman Reigns, right? If we did this exact scenario where Cody beats Roman Reigns and then... Triple H and but then says that, you know, Cody won the titles he won. So he gets to keep that championship. Now we're introducing a new championship. 
that's fine because at least the target of Roman Reigns is off the table now. We've That's been accomplished. It's been done. Now we can introduce a second championship and give guys things to fight for. But the fact is you still have that looming over the entire roster. If Drew McIntyre one day wins the new WWE World Heavyweight Championship. He's still the guy that couldn't beat Roman Reigns, and mm -hmm. he's a world champion, and Roman is still running around with the title. If Cody Rhodes, God, that's the worst thing possible. Mm. But if worst, Cody worst Rhodes option. Won, mm -hmm. wins the WWE World Heavyweight Championship on Raw anytime in the next year, he's still the guy that couldn't get that done at WrestleMania. And I don't Except like how they did at the draft where Triple H was like, this belt is exclusive to Raw and also exclusive to Raw. The person that's going to win this belt, Cody Rose. That's what it felt like. It's like, Cody, Cody did not Cody's win not. this belt, Cody, dude. He Cody's can't. not winning that belt. Right. Uh, and and yeah. Seth Rollins is the best option only because Seth never lost to Roman. And so, therefore, right. at least you have that to go by. Mm. But everybody else who's challenging here feels like somebody who couldn't beat Roman Reigns and is going for the consolation prize. And I think that they needed to at least remove that from the table in order to get to uh introducing a second championship because right mm -hmm. now it's still the biggest prize you can crown a new world heavyweight champion you can have it main event pay-per-views all of that but the biggest prize in the company is still the top guy it's still mm -hmm. roman reigns it's still his undefeated streak it's still him holding both of those title belts until that's off the table you will never have anything in that company bigger than that. And if they don't want anything bigger than that, then keep it that way. But I think introducing a new championship while that still lingers is a mistake. Are we are we officially talking about the new belt? <laughs> We're yeah, in belt we talk about the new belt. Yeah, new belt. Um, I didn't like the way it looked at first, but it's it's growing on me. I, I think it is. I think it's the best designed world title in the in the company at the moment. Um, because oh, at least it doesn't look like this huge billboard. I still think the W on it is a little bit ostentatious, but it is what it is. It's not as um, extreme as the other ones. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, about two weeks, two months ago, I came on this podcast and I said, uh, Rock kind of needs a world championship. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, certain guy that is leaving this podcast tells me <laughs> that, you know, it should be just one champion on TV. And while I agree with his reasons for it, I said that's fine. But there's nothing, there's nothing to fight for on Raw, and that has harmed Raw. It has harmed more than one wrestler on Raw. And you would not say, you would not admit I was right about this. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I, you know, I, you know, as I do with these things, I, I shrunk into the shadows and waited for my, my, my chance to come back out. And. Yeah, last week we had a pretty re relevant debate, and I in that debate I asked you, I said, "Do you think putting both those titles on Roman has benefited Raw?" And you were hesitant to admit that I was right about this. And, I uh, don't like the posited <laughs> question, and that's the the issue I had with it, and why I was hesitant to answer, and I'm still hesitant to answer because well, because I, is I that feel like I feel like it's a fair fair question. I don't like the question. Can I tell you why I don't like the question? Um, because I because I think it's irrelevant. I think that um, because at the end of the Word? day, yeah, I do. I, I do. I because you're asking the question: Has it benefited Raw? I don't know. Um, but the question is: Is there a bigger prize in WWE than defeating Roman Reigns? No, but that that's not. <laughs> that so the question two is: things, if, Two if things everybody, can be true, though. <laughs> 
but but my thing is, if everybody on Raw is fighting for one thing, but the biggest thing in the company is still Roman Reigns, what does it matter what Raw has? It two things can be true. I do think that they've built up this this win over Roman as the biggest thing. It's the biggest rub in the company. It's the ultimate rub. I don't disagree with you. And I believe last week I even told you, I don't disagree with what you're saying about why it should be just one champion in the company. But the facts are the facts. And that putting both of those titles on Roman, it has harmed Raw. It has. And so, me saying that, you wouldn't agree with me last week. And so imagine, imagine my feelings sitting at home in Chicago, Illinois, after other Chicago field decided to show up at Allstate <laughs> Arena and start a ruckus. Oh, yeah. A lot, imagine my surprise watching this belt be unveiled and slowly chuckling. And, and I, 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 you know, I watched this thing and I watched the tweets afterwards. I watched people tweet me and go, Phil, you know what this means, right? now?" it's like, it's okay, calm down. And then I sat and watched as uh, a guy that I've argued with you several times on this podcast about how over he is and how he's the guy. And I watched this guy approach this new belt, and I watched that crowd in Chicago, Illinois, said he deserved it. And I just slowly just stood out of my seat, and I said, this is it. <laughs> I rest my case, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't matter if Will on this podcast today says I was right. I don't need to say any more. Rollins will be your next world champion, <laughs> and he will make this work on Raw. And that's all there is to this. He should I be, think- and Will should take it to the grave. I, I think, honestly, you can make this work if you avoid any brand contamination going. And by that, I mean, don't do shit like Survivor Series then. Because mm-hmm. that was the problem I was I having before with having two champions. With like, okay, yes, Raw has a champion. SmackDown has a champion. But also... Here comes Survivor Series. Roman just beat Drew McIntyre. Oh, here comes Survivor Series. Roman just beat Big E. If you're going to have two champions, then let them both be two champions. But do not tell mm-hmm. us at one at any point going forward that the other champion matters more. Because at that point, then, who gives a fuck what championship Raw has if you're telling us that their champion is not as good? Right. That's but the I mean, problem I was having yes. all along. Yeah. That you can't but do I, that. I never but I never I never disagree with you. If you remember, we had a conversation about this when we discussed black champions, did we not? And I agree with you then. Yeah, we did. But I think that the thing where we fell apart with this conversation is you wouldn't get off your point that I agreed with <laughs> and see that I was also right. You would not accept that I was right about how not having a world title on Raw has hurt it. I mean, if you listen to to Rollins' promo on Monday, he sounds more motivated than he has in close to a year. I wonder why. I sat sat there and watched him last night build a division to challenge for this belt. We haven't had that on Raw in a year. Then just do it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> is then do then do it. But it's, uh, but it's the okay. Second, Will. I, I know you second, won't admit I was right. But it's all right. I, I can't. Right. I again I, because I don't. The premise of Raw having a division is something I'll always agree with. But again, do it. Then I'm not. If if at any point you have these guys interacting, you tell us the other one's better. Then having one is irrelevant. That's all. Sorry, man. Then there's no Hold- point. Hogan your way out of this question and head off into the sunset and act like none of this debate ever happened. It's all right. 
Again, I'm not. I'm not saying. That, I'm not you, saying the you, debate didn't happen. I'm. I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm well, standing by the, the point I've always stood on. That, that, but it. It doesn't matter when I tell you. Watching all of this happen in Allstate Arena, this was the biggest W I could have ever. <laughs> like <laughs> nothing else mattered at that point. I just was like, "Yep, that's enough of that." Phil uh, came and fucked up the game first, and then that. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of W's that day. I'm not. I'm not. I'll admit. <laughs> Uh, let's see. We got another one from Tony P, by the way. Uh, shout out to the man. Um, this one says, uh, congrats to, I'm pulling this one up here. It says, congrats to Impact and Trinity. I love that fit. Also, what do you think of the Jade and Taya and Julia and Anna feuds continuing? For Phil, what do you think about the current way Marvel has screwed Peter's relationship with MJ? Oh, and before I go, let's go heat. Okay, Tony P. There's uh, a lot there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what 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 Peter you're talking about. Are you talking movie Pete? Are you talking comics Pete? That's a if it's comics, I haven't read a comic in a while, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's movie Pete, um, I am kind of intrigued on how. Peter at this point can win over MJ again with her not knowing who he is. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh, we didn't even w- listen. I also we kind of dominated this conversation. We didn't give Reg's thoughts on this new belt or what this means. Ha ha ha! Hardy har. Here we go. No, uh, the belt's okay. The design is WWE's gonna WWE at this point. I think this is. Better for Raw. This is Seth Rollins' championship. Um, hopefully this draft is real and they're not doing this <laughs> crossover bullshit. Like, if it's the draft, leave everybody on Raw. Don't say a special appearance this week. This per- yeah. No, I don't. we don't need special appearances. Everybody stay where they're at. I, I agree with Will Washington. I think we should throw out Survivor Series. There's no brand supremacy. We need everybody to be on equal ground from here on out because that's where it always gets muddied up when they try to say one's better than the other. We don't need better than the other. We're all in the same gang. We're all on the same team. Let's keep going forward. But yeah, I think the championship is great. It's been a long time coming. Uh, Roman is still going to Roman. Super interesting that he's not going to be at this giant Puerto Rican show. I'm still very intrigued. How did did he got out of that? But yeah, I think, I I think the championship is uh, much needed. And you know, there's rumors, by the way, that there's uh, that they're going to go back to split pay-per-views. I think that's a good idea. I think, I think that's so, the too. Right, mm-hmm. I think that's the right. Um, I know that I've seen people citing that, well, we've seen those in the past and they haven't worked. I mean, look, you can't give something minimal effort and then go, oh, it didn't work. Um, right. Because, like, that last year of SmackDown pay-per-views were all with Jinder Mahal as champion. You can't, mm-hmm. so you can't go, well, mm-hmm. we didn't try and... Now it didn't work. That's not how this goes. Uh, And so I think that there's an effort they can make with this, especially considering SmackDown as a brand is stronger than it's ever been in terms of uh, its standing in the company. And Mm -hmm. I think that they are in a space now where SmackDown pay-per-views can survive in a way where they probably struggled before because SmackDown Mm -hmm. was seen as lesser than. Um, I think that if you do give this new champion the space to be able to main event pay-per-views and not have, well, yeah, he's on the pay-per-view, but Roman's got the main event. Mm -hmm. I think that 
that will help the championship gain its ground because I kept hearing people bring up the previous examples. They were like, well, remember when there was the Universal Championship, (laughs) when that was introduced? Remember when the WWE or when the World Heavyweight Championship was introduced? The World Heavyweight Championship was not an overnight success. And that is, I think, the part people are missing because that did not close out a pay-per-view till Survivor Series. Mm -hmm. And even still, the WWE Championship was seen as the stronger championship. Um, and it wasn't until they split the pay-per-views and allowed, and that happened in 03. And once you started seeing, um, the, the world heavyweight championship, get its due, be the main event, be the, the feature attraction, then it became the flagship championship. Mm-hmm. And then when they put the pay-per-views back together and started doing crossovers, the WWE title kind of started to fall behind. And right. so like, uh, that, that I think is the issue is that if you're going to do a split, and you're going to have things that are supposed to be equal, then keep them there. And that's mm-hmm. always going to be my point. Um, I think this and- is their strongest time to do it, too, with like how the Peacock deal is and how they have their strongest market across all, all metrics, I think. And I think this is the most accepting time because people are just going to watch the shows no yeah. matter what at this point. Yeah. So it's the best time to just spoon feed them the, yeah. the brand split, split in full. Roman's not going to do every pay per view anyway. So of course. <laughs> that's what I think. What har- that's the only thing I think would harm SmackDown pay per views at this moment. Right. Like if you're going to do them True. split, I think Raw pay per views would be oh, fine. Yeah, but I think, but, ooh, but, but SmackDown pay per views without Roman. But I think I think that's the purpose of the split is to to kind of disguise the pay per views that he's not on, and so that he'll be on his pay per views for his right. brand. Okay, but that the makes ones sense. that are for Raw, he won't be there. I feel so like essentially he could do every other pay per view. Yes, that like that, that would actually work pretty well. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's the so. benefit of this, but mm-hmm. I also feel like um, now that I'm kind of out of half joking mode, um, mm-hmm. I think the I think the thing with this title that makes it kind of stupid is that. No, you could have just split these titles a long time ago. You didn't split the title. Honestly. And now you're establishing a third title to fix the problem that you yourself created. <laughs> this isn't like this is something thrust upon you. You created you this did problem. This. Somebody and now, did this. <laughs> and now to fix it, you established the third title. It's ridiculous. It's mm-hmm. it's so it's it's such a WWE brain thing to do. It just doesn't make any sense. And mm-hmm. You know, I accepted it in a moment in that, you know, they don't want this to guy to lose. It's, that's clearly that's the it. case. That's all it but is. But I've also made this argument several times that it makes no sense to put two belts on a guy that you don't want to lose because mm-hmm. this is the position you put yourself in. Now you can't get out of it until you're ready to give him this loss. It's mm-hmm. stupid. It, at know, some point, the guy has oh, to lose. Crazy. Go ahead. You know, it's wild to me. <laughs> I was thinking about how in 2020, when Roman first won the title, and like the idea of it, it wasn't even a thing that crossed my mind that he could beat Bruno San Martino's record. Mm-mm. But today I'm looking at a calendar like, eh, well, it's five more years. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh my God. I, was like, please, I was like, keep the belt till he retires at this point. Please, for the love of God, no. Um, I couldn't be any more bored with Roman as champion, to be honest with you. Um, but... That's what I'm saying. And if anything, this belt pretty much tells us he's not losing that belt anytime soon. Mm-hmm. I think after WrestleMania, I was like, okay, maybe he'll lose it at SummerSlam. Yeah, now I feel like he's not. I feel yeah, like he'll no. be champion well into this year. And and the, the point of bringing this belt is because they don't, they still don't want him to lose. And 
I just feel like you've booked yourself into a corner with this and you don't know how to get out of it. And um, if we're going hard, if we're talking what we're talking about and we're going hard on the brand splits, Cody's on Raw now. He's never going to be able to be on SmackDown to challenge Roman, even if it were to happen. So unless, how are they going to uh, book that unless, happening? I've seen people he, bring out, throw out money in the bank. and nah. uh, yeah. That's that's what I assume, too. But oh, I, I think that's the other good thing about having another world title is that you don't have a situation like you had last year with Theory. Now you have another yeah. belt that you can cash mm-hmm. in on. And you don't have to waste it. Now, do I think it's stupid that um, they want to have their cake and eat it too? Yes. Do I think it's incredibly <laughs> cowardly booking? Yes. Do I think that it putting both titles on this guy has been creatively stifling for two years? Yes. I've been saying mm-hmm. that for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just, I don't get it. I don't get why you put yourself in a situation where now you need another belt there for other guys to go for it because you can't have this guy take one lose loss. I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, just split the belt. And I thought that the, the funniest thing about this entire thing was Triple H giving his spiel about it and saying, yeah, Roman is that damn good. And he's doing exactly what I will, I would do. Wait, are you th- authority here or not? This guy is cheating. <laughs> this guy is cheating to be champion and you're doing nothing about it. You're not going to strip him of one of those titles. No, you're just going to say, oh, he's doing a good job. Here's another, another belt for you guys. Don't worry about what's going on over there. Mm-hmm. Oh, no incredibly one stupid. Acknowledged, <laughs> no one has acknowledged his the cheating. And it, That's and what it's, I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, no one's acknowledging <laughs> it. Like, ridiculous. A, like even on commentary, like immediately after he won, commentary was just like, "Oh, Roman Reigns does it again. again. Our dominant champion." And I thought, is anybody just one person going to acknowledge Ooh. that? Adam Pierce is the authority over everybody else. He's just out making moves, coming it's, out, disqualifying people. But when Roman's out there, he is. Yeah, I, I, I said it again this week when Cody. Well, no, that was a week ago when Cody had that uh, that pull apart with with Brock and Ad, Adam Pierce appeared. and was like, we can't do the things like this here, Cody. And I was like, hey. Why don't you ever show up when Roman does anything? <laughs> you don't do anything about nothing this Never. guy does. Are you authority here or not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, I, I just, I, again, I just, I'm, I'm over Roman as champion. I hate the way they book it at this point. I'm bored of it. I'm even bored of the bloodline stuff at this point. And I yeah. enjoyed the bloodline stuff a lot. I think it was the best storyline in wrestling at one point. I'm just ready for it to end. It. How was that uh, match? I missed it, the main event. Did uh, Sam and Kev go over? Yeah, uh, and, and and there's intriguing stuff there because I, I like the ending with uh, the Usos losing and the look on their face of, oh, no, Roman's going to kill us. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's intriguing stuff there. Uh, and doing that for almost a long time. Like, but, like, this again, <laughs> this again is still a story that could have been told without the championships. And yeah. that's, yes. Uh, and... and so... I'm still feeling like I'm still not seeing why Roman is champion. He doesn't have a contender mm-hmm. set up. Uh, no, and not everything that's happening is still within the bloodline. I've still yet to see why he's champion right now. And man Numbers hasn't been on TV in almost a month. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm my <laughs> guess. Is, my guess is that they're going to have uh, Bobby Lashley challenge him at uh crown jewel. Or not crown jewel. What is the pay per view? Uh, Night of Champions. Night of Champions. Um, and yeah. so, yeah, I mean uh, th- that that makes sense. But then at that point, um, then Lashley's just that's it. Yeah, I mean, I I thought the the thing that was also telling, and again, part of the reason why I'm excited about this World Championship. Hey, they were like all this cool stuff that was happening on SmackDown, like 
like uh, Gunther being a good champion and, and building his way up to be a main eventer. Let's move that over to Raw so that he can actually challenge for a belt that people can believe he'll win. Um, let's yeah. move these other guys over there to be contenders. All these other guys that can lose to Roman, let's just put them on SmackDown. Bobby Lashley, you go to SmackDown. AJ, yeah, you can take a loss to him. You go over there. Mm. That's why I'm like, no, the thought of us possibly getting Seth as champion and, and getting like Nakamura to challenge for that belt, that sounds cool. Great. Yeah. The I can't believe Gunther's, that Nakamura match that got set up last year, by the way, with Roman is never, never ever happened. <laughs> ever. And that's why, again, SmackDown where world title feuds go to die. And yeah. That's why, <laughs> that's why it's like, hey, come over here to Raw where you can actually do things where we'll actually let people lose. Mm-hmm. Listen, somebody has to lose sometimes in wrestling. It's that's fine. what it is. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> things you either win or lose, and a lot of people have lost, and they're going to continue to. Someone has to lose in the match every time. There's never a match where no one loses. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's keep going with the super chats, uh, Jennifer. Uh, big donation from Jennifer. I appreciate mm. you. Thank you so much. All the love to some of the best voices in the space. Will, you are going to be missed. Reg and Phil, we got you. Adore all of you. I love the community you have built. And the friendship you have, uh, thank you for Grapsity, gents. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, Jennifer. Um, and I, I'll say this: as far as the uh, the friendships are concerned, um, that's going nowhere. Yeah, uh, that's that like I was nah. just telling Phil earlier that our group chat is like one of the funniest parts of my day, and sometimes mm-hmm. I need that. <laughs> and, uh, nah. and yeah, I, how. We we definitely got on the phone and yelled at each other this morning. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, Chris says, "I've always believed in showing support through actions. I know this podcast would be worth supporting because you're all great. So I wanted to set up the Jade interview as a way to show my support. Good luck to all three of you. Much love, Will. Uh, Chris, that was one of the big." biggest opens that this show that we hadn't done an interview with uh anybody signed at that point and mm-hmm. so when chris set up jade cargill to be on our show that pretty much opened the gates for uh aw talent to start appearing on this show that was that mm-hmm. was it and uh not chris people were mad when we got that interview boy and <laughs> Uh, there were uh, there were people that said things about how we got that interview. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have to get into it. No. Uh, but no, what actually happened is a friend of the show, uh, Chris, helped us out. Yep. This is a good dude. Mm-hmm. Is um. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. always been a good dude he's helped me out and he's done me solids man i wouldn't be at bleacher if it wasn't for chris Mueller. yes and so yeah. nah man um 
don't don't believe the hype coming from certain people that are haters. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Atlas Earth says Jesse will best of luck in his future endeavors. Uh, guess I can ask a question. Other than AEW slash WWE shows, what shows are you looking forward to later this year? Like uh Himoru's American JR Festival or or Junior Festival uh, Ooh, or yeah. the um all together show for All Japan, Noah and New Japan. Um you said other than AEW or WWE shows. Um yeah. Impact usually does well with Bound for Glory. Um it's usually and that's going to be in Chicago this year and probably going to go. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm looking forward to that. Um Definitely looking forward to the G1 this year. I feel like this is Osprey's year to win. Oh, they just announced the uh, Best of Super Juniors lineup, too, which is super hot. Shout out to the homie Jet Kevin Knight. Also, double shout out to the homie Jet Kevin Knight for his victory this week, winning the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships with Kushida. It's like I just had a conversation with Kev when they were here for the San Jose show. And just like knowing how hungry someone is and knowing like the work that, that they put in and then for them to get this opportunity with the Japanese legend, legendary tag team championships. Shout out to the homie for killing it. And now he's in the best of the super juniors, along with the homie Leo Rush, along with the homie Speedball Mike Bailey. This is going to be some hot shit. I'm super excited about all the homies getting their shit off. Uh, we got another one from... Uh, Life of Deem brought him up earlier. He says, for Grapsity, thank all three of you for being a representation for people like myself. Will, good luck with whatever you do next. I'm going to support anything that comes next. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks, um, Deem. And we got two from Hamlet. Uh, Hamlet says, Will, if you could be the new Zordon for Power Rangers, would you do it straight <laughs> or do it with your Booker T voice? You mean like Booker a... Booker T voice. Uh, hold on. What would he say? <laughs> <laughs> Alpha. <laughs> I think Rita got up out of there. <laughs> I got up out of there. <laughs> Alpha, you need <laughs> get oh, some teenagers. Man. Make sure they got some attitudes. Ah, <laughs> oh, shucky ducky. <laughs> Uh, that, that that meme going around of uh, Terrence Howard is Zordon is still one of the funniest things. Yeah, like, definitely. <laughs> Rangers main the Rita is back. Oh shit! We got another one here from Rob Wilkins. He says. Uh, Will it was a pleasure working with you the last two years, getting a friend from it would be better thank you for everything phil and reg you're stuck with me and i apologize <laughs> in advance rob uh and let's turn over to the super chats uh because there's so super. many of those and i want to make sure we get to every single one of them no guys grab city is not ending um i just will not be on it any further and uh that's not to say i i won't I mean, yeah, yeah I know. Hold on, hold on to that. Yeah, I yeah. don't even know if you can say that. We, we, we can't get into it right away, but yeah, uh, no, I, that's, I, not, I that's not to say that I won't mm-hmm. be around. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think this will be the last time we see you on a Grab to D podcast. Right. Yeah, uh, I can agree with that. 
Um, but let's read them. Uh, we got a uh, super chat here. This one is from Deontay. Thank you, Deontay. He says, well, I can honestly say thank you. Thank you for making me laugh, being a good dude, putting up with anyone's shenanigans, being a great role model and best dad forever in our hearts. Yes, I'm crying. Love you, Maine. Best of luck. Thank you, Deontay. Uh, anime fan. just in time. Yeah, anime <laughs> fan says, thanks uh, for Will. Grapsity was the best wrestling pot. Still is. No was. Still is. Will you continue recording on Denise's channel? When can you share your future plans? Um, I'll address that tomorrow. Um, this, is, this is crap city time. Um, mm -hmm. Let's see. Mako Maniac says, acknowledge Will. Mm -hmm. mm. Tenruza says, uh, please tell me when, uh, please tell me you have your salmon jacket, Will. <laughs> Damn, man, leave the memories alone. Waiting for the swerve or punchline hitting me in the feels. Uh, Tim Gordon says best of luck at whatever you're doing next will thanks for your perspective and entertaining me on countless thursdays saturdays and sundays thank you guys like um i'm glad i got to end day after dinner got to end it on uh because i thought that was a really great episode and mm. um uh i tweeted out a big thank you to everybody who was on that show all 37 guests who had wow. appeared on day after dynamite um and just Getting to talk with different people every week is always a cool thing. So that was a really fun show to do. Uh, Roll Martyr X says, going to miss your amazing insight, Will, but I will continue to follow your work wherever or wherever that may lead. Uh, respect to you, Reg and Phil. Grapsity is the best show ever. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, got this one. Uh, this one's from Crofo or K-R-O-P-H-O. Graphic <laughs> says, keep, gonna keep this one simple. Love y'all. Thank you so much. Appreciate, um, you. Appreciate that. That's dope. CO says, I only just started watching Graps a few months ago. Damn, mm. feels like I showed up late to a great party. Good <laughs> luck to Will in his future endeavors. Thank you. Sal says, hoping this is a John Cena's leaving to SmackDown and coming back to Raw <laughs> at the end of the show. God, wrestling is is in the swerves are, are always something. <laughs> this is like CM Punk at Money in the Bank 2011 or just come mm -hmm. back next week. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, Mike from Indeed says, all love always to the undisputed best podcast in all of wrestling. Thank you, Thanks, Mike. Mike. Uh, Gillespie for real says, in a space full of BS and drama, you three always brought positivity to the wrestling community. I appreciate you three more than you know. Thank you think but i also like to bring negativity i was about to say have, have yeah. we always brought positivity no no i bring some negativity i think, too. I think look, obviously bring some negativity to this space obviously we criticize pro wrestling but i think we keep a positive attitude toward totally. people in general and i think yeah. that that's um always going to be my goal mm -hmm. uh irene says thanks and salute to will on his journey moving forward you've been an awesome and sensible voice in an often crazy community i hope grapsity continues because it's a smart and hilarious show it will thank you irene there's somebody I believe in more than these two to be able to do that. Um, we are smart and hilarious, so thank you. <laughs> Gaming from Canada says, started watching Grapsity a while ago. I always enjoy listening while I work. You'll be missed, Will, and good luck with what you do next. <laughs> Jake Salazar says, I'm thinking I should have saved SawCon for this show. Oh, well, I love you, Will. You're not going to get me with that one again, Jake. I don't know what that is. He did get me. He asked me if I was going to SawCon, and I'm like, what's SawCon? And he says, SawCon D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> what's SawCon? <laughs> no, I thought he was a honest. really big fan of Saw, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought it was a convention for, like, Saw fans. Like, that doesn't even, I like, that seems like it could be real. I could definitely see there being a SawCon. 
Yeah, no. Nuts. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> no, it got me. Like, Jake absolutely got me. Got your Thank ass. you. Uh, let's see. Ray O says, never catch y'all live, but you're part of my Monday routine. Wanted to say thank you for everything. I'll always support you guys and whatever. P.S. The intro is hot on 1.5 speed. See y'all at SawCon. Shut up. The, <laughs> why, why you got me rapping like Twista out here? No, I get it. Up. I know people who like are like, look, I don't have time for a three-hour podcast, but I got time for an hour and a half. So I'm going to watch this show at double speed. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I, I get it. I, I've I've listened to interviews at two times speed because I'm like, look, I don't have all the time, but I need to get everything in. So let me let me do that. Uh, Ten Ruza says, SRS and Jimmy, back the motherfucking truck up. Blank check this man. Um, Reg and Phil, love you guys. The best in the game. Gonna miss this. Drinks on me, gentlemen. Now, honestly, um, as I talked about with losing my job, Jimmy and and Sean. Um, were kind of exactly what I needed in that that time period, and so uh, uh, nothing but kind words as far as they're concerned. I, I, I um, like the tone of that, that chat, man. How did, man, blank check this man. Hey, thanks, Phil and Reg. They're like, yeah, we <laughs> can we get the blank, blank check? 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 <laughs> 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 we need some money. We like money too. Uh, Shy Tailspur says, if this is uh, the last OG Grapsity, I suppose that's a way to put that. Uh, okay. I just want to thank all three of you by far my favorite podcast it's been an absolute pleasure to listen to uh you gentlemen together pippin jordan and rodman of wrestling pods who is i'm i'm rodman uh, as, as i think Reg is rodman as, as much as i like that analogy um and we know how i feel about third guy no will took his talent to fightful he came over here as a LeBron of our podcast. Let's go. He got, he got, he got it. Yeah. He got it. He got it. He got it. He went and got a kid from Chicago LBJ, and a dreadhead from, from somewhere else. And yeah. then big three. <laughs> Let's go, LeBron. Okay. I'm in for this. I'm in three. That's really you good. Did. You did it. Uh, let's see. Uh, Rodney Jorge says, I'm just here for the food. Love you, Will. Thank you. Um, great feedback on the intro, by the way. Uh, let's see, Big Hero Chris says, uh, Phil on his All Star Game, uh, D Rose swag in the intro. Ah <laughs> uh, man, Southside. When I saw that, and people were like, "Why? Why is he throwing shade at those guys?" I was like, "No, I understand it, man. We're from the same place, man. Yeah, we're from the same place. I understand, Derek. Shout out, boy. Shout out to Derek getting that uh, standing ovation coming in the game the other night. Man. Yep, well deserved. Cole, who created the intro, says, "Much love, y'all." Kate Appreciate says, you, uh, "Just." Love, proud of y'all. Thank you, Kate. Shout out to all my podcast co-hosts being in here. Love yeah. y'all. <laughs> uh, yeah, last year says, uh, all the best to you, Will. And make sure we see Hikaru Shida more on TV once you book Collision together with TK. Wink, wink. Um, Eloquent says, all the best, Will. You'll kill it wherever, or whatever you do, for real, for real. By the way, did you ever send back that Wolfpack shirt, LOL? Uh, they let me keep it, and then I got sent two more that are... <laughs> Uh, corrected. Um, oh, and okay. so the, you'll never see that shirt again. Um, and that is, I mean, like, right, I, it right. sounds like my, my new workout sh- t-shirt. And so I'm actually sitting on three Wolfpack shirts right now. Um, nice. and, uh, so I almost wore it today, but you see what Reg is wearing. So I'm but like, life, baby, <laughs> no W on here, dog. I mean, besides the world and you know, you, whatever. <laughs> Matt C says, Will leaving and Von Wagner gets called up. Sad day. What? Hold on a minute. Von Wagner got called up? 
come Tuesday. I, I, I haven't I haven't seen the uh, the draft yet because I was at a concert last oh. night. So I, I didn't see it. that. Must have been after the draft because they're running a thing today. TV. They're running a a, t- a special today, I guess, to announce yeah, more picks. SmackDown Lowdown or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, hope D loves uh, Let's see. A- Alex Luna said, <laughs> "Thank you." Uh, with Tiger Ali Singh, is that who's yes. going to be managing? Yeah, all right. Um, mm-hmm. Alex Luna says, "Insert Triple H HBK Taker end of an era picture." I mean, I guess it would be fitting because no era actually ended there, and nope. uh, we saw the three of them actually together. Plenty. We after still that. see them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Truly, my first wrestling podcast. I always listen every week. Thank That's dope. You. Thank you. Leonard Aaron says, Will, all the best to you wherever you go next. Loved your candor on here every week. Hope the Nuggets can win it all for you. That aside, WWE making a new title is the definition of insanity in every feasible way. I mean, only if, like I said, got to stick by it. Because if in a few years we're like, all right, we're merging titles again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's going to be you, sick. You, you know they're going to, man. Totally. And, and <laughs> the funny thing about all of this is uh, you can make a strong argument that we didn't really care about the Universal Championship that much until right. Roman became the guy and he held it. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, ah, well, let's just give him the WWE Championship. Let's just let's just stack some more belts on. Mm-hmm. I know. I saw uh, Demon Diva made a an image that was circling or circulating around the internet of WrestleMania 40. Roman Reigns wins this one, and now he's got three belts. And then Hunter's introducing another one. <laughs> <laughs> and then WrestleMania 41, Roman wins that one. <laughs> game. As Hunter introducing another championship after the hat, and uh, like I said, just don't get bored with it. Don't get this idea again because this this is now the third time that they've had to introduce a new title because you got bored with one of them and you merged the belts. Just don't get in this habit. How long ago was the Randy merging? What was that? That was ten years ago. That's already ten years. Okay, damn. Yeah, that was uh, the TLC 2013. Wow. Fucking time. Which was a random ass pay per view to do that at, by the way. Where mm-hmm. like WrestleMania right around the corner, right? And you guys couldn't hold off three more months nope. to, uh, because again, I were booking that at the time. My my fantasy booking in hindsight and retrospect would have been I would have had Brian win that Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. uh, Rumble twenty fourteen, the one and, that everybody wanted him to win. Yeah, and so <laughs> you have two champions set up. Randy Orton, the WWE champion, John Cena, the world heavyweight champion, and Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan, has unfinished business with both, and he becomes the first person to challenge for both championships. And that's where I would have merged the belts, where mm-hmm. at WrestleMania just a few months later, the triple threat, except instead of Batista in it, you have Cena in it, and it's Cena, Orton, and Bryan, and then Bryan wins both titles, celebrates with both, and that's the merger moment, as opposed to at TLC in a match where... Cena went through a table and clipped it by the corner and barely <laughs> went through it. And that's how the titles were merged. And barely anybody remembers that. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, Garrett says, thank you for everything, Will. Chaos Control says, even though we're sad you're leaving, beyond happy that you were able to find your path you're heading down. Thank you so much. WrestleJoy says, all of the love. Big donation from WrestleJoy. Thank you so much. Ooh. WrestleJoy, my God, wow. thank you. Thank I you. really appreciate that's awesome. that. Uh, says, Andy all the love. and Amy are both. Mm-hmm. yeah just thank you uh thank That's you for amazing. all the wonderful moments on grapsity i really appreciate that um and again uh like I said, this was the first time i really talked about having lost my job and like literally two weeks ago 
uh, here's here's a little personal story. Um, two weeks ago, my daughter, uh, I posted the video of her dance performance from a few weeks ago, and look. I was toot my daughter's horn, but it's my daughter. Uh, but uh, you could clearly see by watching that video that she was just a cut above everybody mm-hmm. in there. And there's a dance academy that's been after her for a while and wants her in it. And I want her in that dance academy. And I looked up and went, how the hell am I going to afford this? Um, and that like four months ago would have had no problem. But I was looking around like, what the hell are we going to do? Like, am I now at a point where I can't? uh allow my daughter to uh to be in the best environment for what she needs to do i mean for what she does best which is dance because um i can't afford it and uh you know i remember those days because like look i didn't grow up with money um and uh there were times where we were broken living check to check and i remember those days and i just I remember what that felt like as a kid, and I, I kept thinking, like, God, I, I don't want that to fall on my kids. And uh, I'm glad to have figured that out finally. So uh, Trent Beretta in a do-rag says, <laughs> really, Trent Beretta in a do-rag? <laughs> Why has he got a purple do-rag, too? <laughs> Random. Uh, so shout out to you guys. You guys got me through many Saturday nights at work. Best of luck to you, Will. Thank you. Um, Tenruza says, wish you let us know about that, Will. We all love you and would have supported you so much. I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to. Uh, um, I wanted to figure it out. And I know that I know there were a lot of people who were just very willing to, to support and do all of that. And um, I very much appreciate that. Thank you. Uh but I don't know. I, I, I needed to figure it out. And uh, I've spent the last doing so. So um, there's, there's that. Thank you, though. I appreciate it. Aaron Busby says, uh, shout out to you, Will. Happy for you and your next endeavor. Happy things worked out in your favor. Going to miss you on the show. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, let's see. Will the Beast says from 130 something power rangers loving sting fanboying dynamite watching supersonics nba jam playing mariah carey singing rick flair wooing william to another best of luck to you on whatever you do next you've made a fan for life wolfpack baby (laughs) uh when i saw that i immediately thought of jack nicholson and uh anger management wildebeest No, honestly, I, I gave Wildebeest credit because I don't know how uh, I never thought of the name Wildebeest. I mean, it's Wildebeest. Like, oh, I love Wildebeest. That. I see. Yeah, it, yeah. it's Will. Like, no, honestly, you keep that because the mm-hmm. fact that I, I never thought of that, uh, you need to run with that. That is great. <laughs> see what this guy did? He go, no, nah, no, nah, you keep that cool name that you came up with first. Like, I'm not going to take <laughs> nah, it from you. Keep you. That. I'm not going to steal it. <laughs> I think it's great. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not like, I'm not like, damn, that is fire. And no, I'm going to pretend like I've never heard of this before. <laughs> yes, I'm going to keep my creation, bro. <laughs> no, that's, I mean, it's great. No, I'm saying like run with it. Like, I'm, put that shit on t-shirts. Like, if you weren't, you said 30 something, if you didn't decide to like become a pro wrestler at some point, like you need to. Like, are you kidding me? Willed the Beast is the best yeah, thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Trademark that shit. Somebody gonna take it. 
No, honestly, like Powerhouse Hobbs, like if he didn't have Powerhouse Hobbs, Will the Beast is really good. Uh-huh. Don't make me send that text message. Hey, <laughs> what you think about Will the Beast? Come up, come up off that. <laughs> He'd be watching come QTV up, next week that. and they'd be like, oh, Will the Beast is here. Will the Beast gonna be mad as hell. <laughs> Uh, Reggie Simmons says, uh, De La is my favorite group ever. They were the first group that I saw myself back in 1989. I feel the same way about Grapsity. Thanks for this space. We can have rational discourse about pro wrestling. Man, to be compared that's to De La is... That's, that's, that's amazing. Insane. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> I yes, appreciate De La's that. De the best. De La's the greatest. So uh, Jake says, Dylan Brooks' existence is embarrassing. He going out sad. No, he... he, he no. All of the pictures that have come up of him doing that goofy dance in the hallway now. Yeah. <laughs> He's going outside. It looks real crazy. At least Ja um, was a good sport. Yeah. Uh, people that brought up, you know, him saying, you know, I'm fine in the way at the West. He made jokes of it. He mm-hmm. made jokes on in the in the hallway going out and going back in the locker room. And that's what you should do as a leader. You got to stand yep. by the, the trash talking you're doing. So shout out to Ja, man. I think he's handling it really well. Yeah. Um, Leonard Aarons the third says Jimmy Butler deserves to have his story finished this postseason. Seriously, gentlemen sweep against Giannis and the Bucks Heat in six. Yeah, I think I think Heat are going to beat New York. Um, shout out to Blue. He called called it on the nose that he did. Uh, Donovan Mitchell fell apart and the Knicks won at five. But I do think Jimmy's going to win the next round. I really want to see Jimmy win a championship, man. I, I it would do. be dope. And I don't think it's going to happen, but. At least not this year with that team, but I want that guy to get a ring, man. He needs some help. He does. Uh, Kyle, Kyle yeah. Lowry ain't it. <laughs> Jake Definitely Salazar not. says, I truly believe Jimmy lost that game on purpose solely to play the uh, play and beat the Bucks. <laughs> I mean, Yo, losing to Atlanta on purpose is wild. <laughs> <laughs> want to get him Milwaukee's ass. Nah, I don't want to play Boston. Now, let me, let me, let me get the Bucks. I mean, Maybe. oddly enough, though, it's worked out if that was the it case. It out. Yeah, right. Uh, let's see. Oh, crap. I just uh, scrolled Damn. past all of a bunch mm-hmm. of Super Chats, so I got to scroll back up. My bad. Scrolling. Yes. And Jesus, where is my bad, guys? <laughs> I didn't mean... <laughs> Uh, to do this, but I'm trying to get back to the super chats. Almost there, almost there, almost there. Man, we've got a lot. I'm sorry. Shout out um, to everybody. Appreciate yeah, it, seriously. Shout out everybody. You guys mm-hmm. are um, making this yeah, okay, a lot easier. Okay, now Washington's going away party. Uh, here we go. Um, here's one from my old BFF, Denise Salcedo. Oh, says, there she is. My, my favorite Grap City memory, the Jack in the Box drive through You know, inside joke, you had to be there. <laughs> P.S. Go Lakers. Mm-mm, Denise. You had Mm-mm. me until that, that yeah, last Yeah, you can part. keep the end part. Uh, yeah. No, no. no <laughs> Puerto, Puerto Rican Ramon is one of the greatest things. <laughs> I, forgot, I, to, I forgot what she was talking about. Now I just remember. <laughs> That's hilarious. Puerto, Puerto Rican Ramon. Puerto right? Rican Ramon. <laughs> So good. yeah, no, yeah, the four of us in the Jack in the Box <laughs> drive through was a good time. Thank you, <laughs> Denise Salcedo. Uh, Thanks, Denise. Let's see. And as far as Go Lakers is concerned, Mm-mm. 
Look, I can't. There is a piece of me that feels that if the Nuggets can get past the Suns, get, ending up at the Lakers is poetic, isn't it? <laughs> Alex nice. English couldn't get past Magic Johnson. Carmelo Anthony couldn't get past Kobe Bryant. Jokic could not get past LeBron James. Ooh, it seems tough. like the Nuggets' biggest roadblock every single time we get a good playoff run is the LA Lakers. If the Lakers win the championship, we got to fight somebody. Something's going on here. I don't know. The script writers are tripping out here because that's just. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's only poetic if, if they win. Yeah, I yeah, mean, that's the, it. The, the, <laughs> I would say, like, if we got to the Western Conference Finals again and uh, against the Lakers again and mm. finally are able to slay the dragon that is the Nuggets kryptonite, um, especially considering in the bubble, we, of course, faced the, the L.A. Lakers, for those who don't recall, and it was AD with that game winner that eliminated mm. the Denver Nuggets. In the bubble. After like Jamal Murray had the, the bubble. <laughs> Jamal had the playoff bubble run of his career. That's the reason playoff Jamal exists. MJ Johnson says, as a Bucks fan, I told everyone before the play-in, I hate playing Boston and Miami. SMH. Tough Sorry one. to happen to you. That uh, that last loss was extremely embarrassing. Being up 16 points and coming into the fourth quarter, and then proceeding to completely collapse. Mm. Yikes. Yeah. Shame Monster says, Will, best of luck in whatever comes next. Uh, this ain't awake because he's Will F in Washington. So let's mm -hmm. celebrate Grapsity 1.0. How about that yeah. start on pay-per-view from last week? Tam and Mina finished the story. Bomb. Badass Billy says, whilst we're talking about basketball, can we talk about the White Men Can't Jump remake? In mm. my opinion, some, some things should be left alone as they are classics. You'll be wist, missed more than you know. Thank you so much, badass Billy. They um, can't help themselves with these remakes, man. They just this, can't help themselves. Yeah. I saw somebody I, say something I agree with, though, about remakes, which is, why are we remaking stuff that was good? Like, if yeah. we need to remake stuff, remake stuff that sucked. Like, mm -hmm. uh, stuff that was like, hey, this was like a good idea, but mm -hmm. just the execution wasn't great. Maybe let's try again. Like, that's the stuff to remake. Like, mm -hmm. I think about how good the, the what was that, 2011, 2012, uh, Judge Dredd was. Um, the Carl Urban one, right? Like, the one from the 90s with Sylvester Stallone was trash. But then mm -hmm. all of a sudden, we get this remake, and it was... It was some of the best inside jokes ever. What did the three shells do? Like, what, I mean, no, not that, but... <laughs> Like, dude, come on, man. We got we got awful Rob Schneider in there. We got all kinds of <laughs> Not Rob Schneider. <laughs> like, I I feel like the original Judge Dredd was, like, com comparatively, and I'm thinking, like, that's how things should go, right? Like, we got this new Dungeons and Dragons out, and it's a, a reportedly a really good movie. I haven't seen it. I'll mm -hmm. wait till it comes out on stream. Reportedly. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, supposedly is, is what I should say. But... Mm -hmm. um, and then I think about that, like the Dungeons and Dragons from like the early two thousands with Marlon Wayans uh, in it, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> mm. and I think like mm. take concepts that didn't work before right. and try again, but don't go off of classics. Like White Men Can't Jump is a classic. Leave it alone. House Party was a classic. Leave it alone. Those are movies you don't have to mess with. And guess what? Those two things have in common: same writer, same director. Those the same person did both of those. Oh, really? I didn't know. Yeah. That. 
So um, no, you guys, you guys made me out to be a hater when I said that the house party looks bad. No, nah, that looks, looks crazy. Horrible. And yeah, you were like, crazy. why, Phil? And I was like, it looks bad. Like, that's how I feel about this white man can't jump and it has a rapper that's not as great it as he looks, thinks he it is. And it also... Mm. Everybody's raving about his new album. Yeah, I bet. It, uh, yeah, Raven. it doesn't look good. The, the only time in that trailer I got, I got excited was Finn Staples and I was like, oh, he's in one part of this trailer. That's if Finn Staples right. is there, I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Emily says, here to say uh, how deeply I appreciate that y'all bring... Uh, Wait, I appreciate all that y'all bring to wrestling discourse and for getting me more interested in the NBA than I've been in years. Best of luck, Will. Looking forward to what's next for all of you. Thank you. Thanks, Emily. Makes you really happy. Uh, the NBA is is the best. Even when it's the worst, it's the best. Uh, <laughs> Playoff basketball is really <sighs> the best, man. I'm nervous. <laughs> it's about to be a tough game tomorrow. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, let's see. Aaron Busby says, y'all better put some respect see? on Marshall. <laughs> I knew he was yet. coming. <laughs> I knew he was coming. <laughs> Anime Otaku says, I feel like I owe all of you for being the suburban white kid that was super into gangster rap, though I was a bad boy guy. Also, Diddy is Scots for idiot. Um, you don't owe nothing to anybody for that. I mean, look, it, it was... I mean, look, you were into bad boy, so that obviously means you predate Eminem, um, mm-hmm. and that's, that's whatever. I enjoy it. Um, Even though Puffy came and killed hip hop in 1997, he killed hip hop. They had to revive <laughs> it. It's just bad. It came back pretty hard. But I mean, look, them shot that shiny suit era of <sighs> uh, <laughs> of hip hop music. Listen, and 1996 like, is like my favorite year of hip hop ever. Like all the hip hop albums that came out by my favorite artists. That was the time, and then '97 came, and he. At just... Aliens was '96, right? Was that '95? <laughs> yep, '96. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, '96. All eyes on me. Like I agree. Mm-hmm. Like uh, that was a really great year for music, um, and hip hop in general. And then '97 was like was so flashy though, <laughs> and there is a piece of me that does love it, right? Like you know, I got Jay Z to tweet. That is one of the things I will I mean, never like. My I mean, memory is of this yeah. show. One of the things that mm-hmm. I accomplished during this show was I tweeted about how oh. I think Sunshine isn't as bad in hindsight as uh, as we felt at the time, and mm-hmm. I got Jay Z to tweet. <laughs> It, it is though. It, it, it's it, it's, still, a, it's still a bad <laughs> song, but I, I hear you, Hope. Um, yeah, but, yeah. No, uh, I, for whatever reason, I just saw uh, the the Mace verse on "Sitting on Top of the World" the other mm-hmm. day, and I completely mm-hmm. forgot that Mace like dances his way into the scene, <laughs> does his verse, and then like dances in unison with Brandy afterwards. Yo, mm-hmm. Mace is the greatest thing that Puff gave. <laughs> One thousand. <laughs> killed hip hop, but I love what he did with Mason. Mace I guess he didn't really kill hip hop. Let me think about it again. He I mean, bring, it was just he, he brought locks. He brought so much money into hip hop mm-hmm. in a way where uh, money had never been infused into hip hop before. Like, I don't think people recall. I got to look this up to be certain how long it was. But it's just like do you the remember hip- that people complain about hip hop about like. Money's hip hop's not about money, cars, girls, and blah blah. That's what he brought to this. He brought to I mean, with money hanging out the anus. Um, let's see. He had um. All right, I found it. Uh, the been around the world video. You remember that video? Yes. How that video was ten minutes long. Yes. And had Puff Daddy. Mm -hmm. 
as a secret agent who he was wilding. He was wilding. Oh my god, he was wilding. <laughs> Really and sad. Watch this MTV special of this man trying to be a secret agent. It's crazy out here. <laughs> and then oh, he man. did. The, and then remember, he had the victory video. And they like they had commercials for that video. Nobody mm-hmm. else's music video had commercials that was like premiering tonight. Mm-hmm. The video for victory. And uh, he had the come with me, like all of that stuff that year. He was just spending oh, money. I hate it. Come with me, man. <laughs> mm, man. I hated this song. He was spending money. He infused so much money into hip-hop during that period that uh, that is what made it feel... Uh, that was what was so egregious about Puff Daddy was that it was like, nah, you guys are going to wear shiny overalls. Um, that is what I want everybody wearing. At the locks looking crazy, bro. Crazy as hell. And like, obviously money had its place, right? Because all of a sudden then, you know, cash money came out and they were like, nah, we're still street niggas who have money and we're going to keep it that way. And that's how, bling. Mm-hmm. yeah, and that's that was the bling bling era. But Puff Daddy and money was like, nah, I'm going to spend on... Uh, we're gonna have jets. We're gonna do all of this shit. We're gonna do Hollywood productions for I'm our hip hop. Sample Sting without fucking letting him know. So I have to pay him for the rest of my life, like a dumb Sting idiot. Sting ain't ever let him free it. What did he think? Like he said, he five thousand giant. He yeah, he. What did the, he say? Five thousand a day or something? Five thousand dollars a day is what he owes. Yeah. for uh, missing you. Now, when did that lawsuit occur? Because didn't Sting perform at like the MTV That's Awards? That's what I thought. Like that after that, I think it might have been that year. Because I remember, oh, yeah. can't you see? Comes out. Yeah, I remember yeah, that with Faith Evans on stage. Yeah, <laughs> but then he thought about. It, he was like, wait a second, I'm not getting caked up for that. Send my money. <laughs> nah, he, he jumped in. What a move! He jumped in that performance just to get close enough. And after walking off stage, like, yeah, he just handed them the subpoena, walking away. There <laughs> you go, buddy. <laughs> Thanks for the performance. You've been served. <laughs> there you go, buddy. See you soon. Now, five yeah, I remember that. It was day the, is crazy, though. That is crazy. That's and I think about money. that every time I hear the song. I'm like, Sting's getting paid. I was in, uh, I was in the Nike outlet store the other day, and it came on over the the speakers, and I'm like, There's Sting getting another one. And he has like eighty percent or something of uh, the publishing rights on one of those juice world songs too like this most pop the most popular juice world song has a sting sample in it and he gets like all the money from that too so i mean no if you don't clear a sample that is the worst thing you can do have you guys ever watched the thong song documentary yes yes Mm. great 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 documentary great great documentary you ever watched that reg i haven't seen it oh it's really good but they're talking about because you think about like the thong and how that like really wasn't a huge thing before 1999 but um, <laughs> but literally, but like the making, we appreciate you, Cisco. <laughs> but the making of that song is incredible. Like everything that went into it, and uh, and how much like Cisco was thinking about, and like all of the pieces that made that song such a how great much documentary he was about songs. Right. Well, he said he came home to. He was like he he was talking to his boys, and one day he was like, "Hey." She had on a thong, the thong, 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 and they were like, "You got to use that in a song." And, no, honestly, the great like the uh, 
the making of that song is incredible. Well, when they get to the end where they're like, it was a huge success, and then they got the phone call that they didn't clear one line, which was, oh. she was living la vida loca. Oh. And Ricky Martin's writer has been getting paid off of that song for the oh. last 25 Man. years because he didn't clear. And just that, that living la vida loca was still hot. So it's like, yeah. it wasn't an old song. Oh, tough yeah. one. No, Damn. really, really great documentary. Um, I never put two and two together that it is a sample of a West Montgomery record, which I was like, wow, mm-hmm. that's like very obscure. Um, you also get uh, the violinist that played over it, telling yeah. you, giving his <laughs> rendition of what what Cisco told him to play, and he mm-hmm. just like plays it like impromptu when he's talking about it. Yeah, he's really like, cool stuff. <laughs> does he talk about why he does the same verse two times in a row? Yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> he talks yes, he does. <laughs> You gotta He's watch like, this thing. It's on YouTube. It's really, it's really good. I have to find out why. It's really good. Like everything you've wondered about Thong Song is mm-hmm. in that documentary. If you've never watched the making of Thong Song, my well, God, this I nigga wrote five lines and was just like, "I got it, boss. <laughs> Press play." He, he said. <laughs> He said, like, there's no second verse. I just sang the second. He just said, re resang the first verse again. <laughs> no, nah, it's a million dollar hit. It's crazy. Yeah, man. it's really good. Um, as a matter of fact, like, I love hearing breakdowns of individual songs. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I watch Manny Fresh break down the making of Back That Ass Up. And, like, mm. um, that's a really good one, too. Uh, just anytime you get to hear producers kind of tell their story about yeah. an individual song that's a massive hit, uh, it's it's always great. Cash Money Records taking over for the nine nine and two thousand. Smiley, afternoon, boys. Will, I love you and thank you for everything you have done for wrestling media. I lost my voice at Impact last night when I saw Trinity round two tonight. Hi, Reggie. <laughs> What's up, Tracy? Tracy and I actually had a phone conversation this week, so she better mark it on a calendar because that's it. No more for the year. You got your one this Reg year, Tracy, and we're done here because there's Reg a lot of controversy it. going on this week, and I can't reiterate. But shout out to Tracy. That's my friend. You'll be seeing Phil tonight, too. Y'all both about to be out there at that Impact show. Shout out to Chicago, my Chicago homies. And Cicero. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. My bad. <laughs> oh, oh, West Side. I mean, what is, why do they call that a stadium? It's not a stadium, right? What is, why, what, why it's is technically it a stadium by like mm. definition, I guess. I guess. Okay. Uh, let's see. Matt Logan says, with the newest lawsuit for racial discrimination in WWE corporate, <laughs> um, plus <laughs> Bianca Belair being named as not happy with her verbiage, um, does this get settled before they depose Bianca? Um, I it's either getting settled or dismissed. I don't think WWE is going to let it go to trial. Mm-mm. No, I don't think it's going to go that far. Um, there were some wild stuff in there. Ooh. Wild yes. stuff. That that yes. Shane Thorne part was like, what? <laughs> mm. um, yeah, that wild. Um, the the Apollo thing being in there and people messaging me and going, "Hey, did you see this?" And I was like. I did. Mm-hmm. Listen, there, there's there's some of these that I knew I was right about that I write down on the list and I kind of forget about it. Mm-hmm. And that was one of them. Now it's like they'll see it soon. I know you can't you can't admit it now, but you'll see it eventually. You and I were having here. such conversations about uh, about Apollo at the time, mm-hmm. and Phil was in these hard debates about uh, whether or not Apollo was good representation. 
mm-hmm. and uh, and there were a lot of conversations at the time about whether or not um, cultural cult, cultural caricatures are good representation. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, I think the general consensus should be by this point, no, never. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not. <laughs> and I think I think this uh, Apollo thing with the Keith Lee thing shows that we need to also stop saying these wrestlers wanted he requested that he said that no why would they yeah, why the, would they the the Mansoor thing was really bad too that pitch was oh, awful ooh, um, uh, but yeah, so um just so you guys know and i've had this i've 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 had this thing going for a while it's kind of a pastime that i do when i'm bored <laughs> um i i will look through things on twitter and i'll see what people are saying when something comes out I won't respond. I just observed. And I observed a lot of things that day. And it was uh it was very funny to me watching people that uh oh. literally messaged me when the article I wrote about the Apollo thing came out and like went on like an entire back and forth with me privately about this. Then have very little to say about it, but also go after other people for being silent about it. I was like, that's kinda of funny. But I'll keep that to How myself. Mm-hmm. Um it's and interesting. Uh, Boy, it's a funny world out here, man. Funny, funny world, man. Twitter is a very funny place where people are not real people. They just get on and perform. It was hella, hella funny the stances that people were taking after this was released, this racial thing. Like, oh, I don't, I'm not going to talk about this. Yeah, I bet you're not going to talk about this. But all the other shit, y'all want to get into it. But oh, some for some reason, you don't want to get into this one. I did think it was funny that out of all people, that people tried to go, all right, well, Louis was like, he's not touching this. Now, Louis shouldn't have said that because yeah. you once you say that, and not to say that he does he has to speak on everything. Once mm. you say that, you know what people are gonna do. They're gonna exactly. start dunking on you, they're gonna take this tweet and target you. But I did yeah. think it was funny that he decided this was the thing he wasn't gonna touch. And part of me is like, no, I don't I don't want Louis to talk about I don't want intri- him to intri- touch it. Yeah. Intri- <laughs> intricacies of like race issues because no, he might not he be don't the know. best. He might be not be the best person to say it, but I did mm-hmm. think it was funny that people w- y- chose this one to be like, "Ah, Louis, we got you," and mm-hmm. it's like, "Nah." Uh, maybe? There's some other people that need to be speaking on this that didn't speak on it, and Louis's not the one we're talking about. Yeah, that's that's why I was like, <laughs> Louis wasn't the guy that I was waiting to speak on this. No, I will just say this as my advice to Louis Dangor okay. and to anybody really out there in wrestling media in any form of media. Sometimes the best way to not say anything about something is to not say anything about something. Yeah. Um, you don't have to say, I don't have anything to say about this. You literally saying can just about it. <laughs> not say anything at all. Because no one would have noticed if he just didn't tweet whatsoever. And I mean, that's going to be. Still noticed. People would have still noticed, but again, don't move on. But now they have you captured saying you're not going to say anything about it. Yeah, and that gives them a target. To gives them a target. Uh, anybody out there. This is advice I once took from my good pal Seahawk. Cam Hawkins once said, you do not have to have a public opinion on everything. You can literally just let the discourse roll and... Uh, let it move on. You do not have to chime in whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Cam Hawkins has some great quotes. He also has said before, where the hoes at? Cam, 
Cam is hilarious to me because Cam will have tweets very wise and insightful. And then I'll see him tweet something like, maybe kiss my ass though. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Duality. Yeah, Cam, what are you doing? Duality. Like, I've, I've, I've seen him, uh, I've seen him uh, rolling up on homeboy from Ireland. It's like, Cam, man, like. <laughs> they be beefing. <laughs> like Cam. Like, uh, uh, honestly, but that that's, that's my thing is uh, I truly believe in that, that. You don't have to chime in on everything. No, you don't. You don't. Um, no, um, it's exhausting yeah. anyways. It is. You don't. Uh, this whole idea <laughs> that you have to react to everything on Twitter Mm-mm. is just, it's not only yeah. tireless, but sometimes your opinion ain't that important. It ain't that For great. Reals. Yeah. Speaking of Twitter. So obviously the, the new move right now is Blue Sky. Um, everybody's trying to get them Blue Sky invites. I don't have one yet, guys. I do have a Blue Sky account. I don't have any invites yet. When you get an invite, uh, it's going to me, too, so forget about yeah, it, losers. Yes, I, I will <laughs> get you guys the next invites. Um, but I, Blue Sky is great, but I have to say, Blue Sky users, you sold me on the app when you named... Because I was thinking about it. I was like, the hard part for me on Blue Sky is it's very much just Twitter. Um and I think, like, it is funny. It's Of course, the app is backed by Jack Dorsey. I think a lot of people think he's behind the app. He's backing the app. It's a big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, a lot of it is Twitter. And it's good. the cool thing about it is you're seeing it kind of built in real time. Like, the, the developers are on the app. They're posting all the time. They're posting about features they're working on and little things like that where, like, they had created their fir- the first new version of Spaces. Uh, and so you got to see that kind of go up in real time. And they're like, okay, we're going to do the test one tonight. And it's kind of fun to be a part of the app and watch it grow. So that's really cool. Uh, and watch, essentially, the answer to Twitter come about. And right now, I'm loving the conversation on it. I'm loving how... Uh, how civil it's been because it is an invite-only system and it does feel like this kind of exclusive club where like, hey, you can't get in here to have these conversations. Like, (laughs) honestly, I announced my Fightful leave there first uh, because I thought, you know what? That'd be a nice way to kind of show. But anyway, so I went to make my (laughs) post and I was like, all right, I'm posting to, uh, to Blue Sky. And I thought... This is weird because it's so easy to just say I'm tweeting, right? And I'm like, but what is it called on Blue Sky? And it's apparently officially been decided that they're calling it skeeting. <laughs> Yo. And I just skeeted I am, it crazy now. I am, fall- no. you I'm like, I, I am not that. calling it that. I'm not, <laughs> I, am, I am never leaving this app on. Did you skeet today? It's crazy. No, I skated on Blue Sky. No, honestly, I can't wait for the headline. Like, I saw AOC join Blue Sky, and she's trying to get Bernie Sanders to join. And I just thought, the moment a news headline reads, AOC skeets today about the president, (laughs) is going to be wild. Can't do it. We... This is what happens when we, we, <laughs> we invite certain people to certain places and teach them our slang. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it gets used improperly. Yin Yang twins better be, get their uh, profiles matched up right now if they're talking about skeeting. Mm-hmm. But I am... Uh... They're going to kick us off of YouTube, man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> skeet, skeet, motherfucker. I, I, I Three skeets uh... today. <laughs> but so far, Blue Sky is pretty good. It's It's... Uh, I mean, functionally, it's Twitter. It's missing a few things that Twitter has. And there's a, certain things where I'm like, you know what? Leave it off. And then there's other things where I'm like, damn, 
I hope it eventually gets to that point because right now there is no in a, there is no ability to block people right now. Now, it's a no for me then. Uh, hold on, <laughs> it's a brand new app, and so far, trolls haven't found their way there. Like it being invite only, a lot of people are saying like, "Hey, y'all should keep it this way, honestly, because if you are only entitled to um, a, an account via somebody inviting you, then in theory." there'll be less troll accounts because you have less ability to create a second account to hide behind your your alts, your troll accounts, any of those things. And so they're like, a lot of people are like, nah, just keep it invite, honestly. Like, it just needs to stay this way forever. This needs to stay the exclusive club where we only let people in if we feel they're worthy of getting in. Bad news. And so... And so there is a piece of me that uh, that likes it. And I'm like, you know what? I haven't had the need to block anybody yet because it's it's the Blue Sky app right now. There's nobody on there worth blocking. But good app so uh, far. Let, let me know when there's the Velvet Red app and then we're out here. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. I know, I know, I know. Uh, yes. <laughs> I feel like somebody has to get Sky Blue a Blue Sky account. I mean, because, come on. Because yeah, it's a uh, it's a good app. It's a good app. I'll, I'll say that much. Um, Sean's on there, by the way. Sean Rossap did get his Blue Sky account, and uh, yeah, I almost got his debut in AEW from what it looked like this weekend. I thought he did. I saw like, the well, uh, SRS is on the show, man. He's getting a way bigger pop than he got at the damn Black Lives <laughs> I saw the logo <laughs> appear on the screen, and I was like, "What have I not? What did this man not tell me? Like this is." But I knew it wasn't him because it wasn't SRS. <laughs> I hear them shouting. That's what the song would have been if it was. If, if SRS came out there and, and replicated the Bobby Fish <laughs> promo again, coming down. <laughs> Classic television, man. Yes. Now, uh, I mean, Roderick Strong showing up at that show. And shocking. Uh, yeah, shocking because they kept that completely under wraps uh, to the point of where WWE, a lot of, not enough people knew that he wasn't under contract anymore because he was still <laughs> on the roster. Literally, it went Roderick Strong, Roman Reigns, like next to each other. Crazy. Uh, and yeah. yeah, never even acknowledged he was gone. Nope. Nope, nobody even noticed, and so him showing up was a big deal. And the cool thing was um, they waited to do it in Florida because mm -hmm. he didn't have to travel, so he would have yep. been spotted at the airport or anything <laughs> along those lines. Smart. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you oh, see man. him at the gas station, he's like, I live here. Of course I'm at the gas station, bro. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. no, I was very excited to see Roddy. I've been mm -hmm. wanting that guy. Cause I, I've gone through a, a holding pattern of him being there and Watching him on NXT 2.0 when I first watched it, and I was like, okay, he doesn't belong on this show. He's not mm -hmm. like the rest of the people. No. Get him off of this show. He doesn't belong there. And then he was after in NXT while, for way too yeah, long. Yeah, and then after a while, it stopped being get him off NXT 2.0, and then it was like, all right, just free this man. Get him out of this company. Why is he still there? You're, you're holding him in this developmental brand. He doesn't need to be there. He, no, get him out of there. And so mm -hmm. it, was, it was good to see him. Like when he... When he pulled off that angle slam on Hater, I was like, yes, we're here. Mm -hmm. We're here mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Keep this guy here forever, man. Can't wait for Kyle to come back and we can get the trios matches. Ooh, we. That's about You're talking about trios nuts. matches, like, why are we just like Bobby's just dead? He's gone now. <laughs> we're not talking about Bobby Fish. I mean, I was seeing people doing <laughs> he made the thing his on, bed. 
on Twitter. I've been, <laughs> I've been seeing people on Twitter like they're like, man, can't wait to see the Undisputed Era back. And they're like photoshopping different people into the Bobby Fish spot. I saw one that had Ortiz. Oh, man. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, hey, Undisputed Era, baby. They're back. And you know what? I was like, you know what? I'll take Ortiz. Let's just let's pretend that's the group. Who can they yeah, replace them with? Can't. Can't wait for these trios matches. Get get Kyle back on TV as soon as possible, man. Hope Kyle is doing well. Um, no, I was super excited to see Roddy. Um, I definitely laughed at first at uh, Orange Cassidy and uh, <laughs> they they did this SmackDown video game setup where you interact with somebody early in the night and then they come out and save you for some arbitrary <laughs> reason just because you interacted with them early in the night. So when Orange Cassidy <laughs> and Bandito came running out, I was like, oh, they put that segment on TV just to explain why they mm-hmm. ran out to save him later. Yep. <laughs> I loved it. They walked by each other in the locker room, so... Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah they, they were doing interview segments at the same time, and that was mm-hmm. supposed to be the explanation of why they would come out to save him later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, Roderick Strong, though, that's super dope. Great for everybody. It's going to be some amazing matches coming out of him. I'm kind of excited to maybe they could send him to Ring of Honor for a little bit. I don't know. There's a whole bunch yes. of possibilities here with, with Roderick Strong. Big, yes. big deal. I didn't know anything at all about this. That's how, like, tight this is. Like, nobody... And yeah. that I know knew anything about this. Like this is one of the tightest releases Nothing. they kept together for a while. Pretty, yeah. pretty amazing. I didn't I watch that, Dynamite uh, live this week because I was watching base- basketball, mm-hmm. and uh, so I just saw it popping up on Twitter, and I was like, "Wait, Roddy, he can, he can do that? <laughs> he can do is that? he not on contract? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening here?" <laughs> I did see somebody say a rumor that he he was still under contract. I'm like, "Come on, you guys, let's be real." <laughs> I I want to know what happened. I listen. Tony, man, if you're watching Tony, mm-hmm. I saw the play, man. I saw how you 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 put Marina on TV. You wind and dine this woman. Well, uh, not wind and dine her in that way. Mm-hmm. Relax. Yeah, be careful with those words. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She, you know, put her on TV. Made sure you show Roddy. Like, look, it's cool over here. Water nice. just fine over here, man. <laughs> um, I, I seen I seen the play, and so I was mm-hmm. like, maybe Roddy might come over there as soon as that contract's done, and so. Whatever, yeah, he whatever, his whatever. Girl and his friends having fun. He couldn't wait to come. Listen, over man. I, he Roddy was sitting over there, watching uh, SpongeBob and Patrick run across the field, and he was just <laughs> yeah. like, "Ah, oh, man, what y'all doing over there, man? What y'all doing today?" <laughs> right. Shout out to uh, Adam Cole with the swerve too. He tried to swerve us with the Kyle O'Reilly tweet a couple of days ago, and everybody's like, "Maybe it'll be Kyle." Big swerve, man. Y'all, y'all working hard out there, man. I'm appreciating it. Appreciating it. Good stuff. Yeah. Good well, well played, Adam. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, well played by Tony as well. I, yeah. I seen the moves, man. I seen the checkers well that you played there, buddy. Well played. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mac from BK. My God, a name I've been saying for a long, long hey. time. Will, I've been a fan for 15 years. I know. Mac from Brooklyn. As that is a name I have literally been reading since 2005, 2008, 2008 uh, has been about how long it's been, 2009. Um, and he says, thank you for all the hours of entertainment you've provided in the podcast and video space and all the best in the next steps you take. Thank you, Mac. Uh, every step you take. Hey, you're going to get a suit. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, Ricardo, last name TBD, says, I'll miss you, friend. I wish you great success. Thank you. Daniel says, uh, Will, 
me, my wife Maggie, and our friend Michael met you at All Out Fan Fest 22. I remember that. Um, he says your work has meant so much to us. Best of luck. You've uh, you're a true beacon of positivity. Thanks for everything. Awesome. Um, uh, let's see. Advi Devin says, uh, in lieu of Roman retaining, what's better, stripping him of just a WWE title for Raw or creating this new World Heavyweight title instead? Um, I mean, if Roman had to retain, then what they did is the better option, I suppose. Mm -hmm. But I just don't think that Raw has its issue settled. Because, uh, again, going back to the Cody thing, and I guess going back to the question is, was this good for Raw? The main issue is that the last challenger, the Royal Rumble winner, the person who main evented WrestleMania, was for Raw. Like, you could have had Raw's... Raw could have been vindicated in the idea that, yes, SmackDown's guy has a hostage... He's holding both belts hostage. Here's a Raw guy with a chance to end this. And it was Cody Rhodes. And you basically said, no... Raw can't do it. Raw can't get it done. So here's here's a championship for you guys. And yes. that's that they had an opportunity to settle a lot of things at WrestleMania this year and they chose not to. Yes. I, I think the further and further we get at WrestleMania with further and further we get away from WrestleMania, I feel like the worse that decision looks. I think mm -hmm. uh not just creating a new title because you wouldn't just split the belts or give Cody the law Cody the win. Um you drafted Cody back to Raw. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> so uh you you you're not going back to that match anytime soon. You've basically mm -hmm. told everybody that. Um and you've essentially told us that Cody is probably going to lose this match to Brock and probably not going to win this new title either. Mm -hmm. Um so what did this really do for Cody and Hard times. and then on and furthermore this guy hasn't been on TV in a month. He won, and then he just sailed off into the sunset. Like, ah, well, yeah. see you guys in a few months. Mm -hmm. Great. Which he could, would, how, would have been I, fine if he lost and got his vacation after his long time of being champion. But, no, he took the belts, too. Yep. Jake Salazar yeah. says, Brock Lesnar winning that belt, Phil. Uh, uh, nah, <laughs> man, listen. I've had enough of Jake, man. <laughs> Getting him Robot, out of here. Robot Jake. says, no, no, no. Get Jake, Jake, Jake. <laughs> Jake! <laughs> get him Jake! Jake! Roll Martyr X says, I have a question. With both Seth and Cody, if Seth stays on Raw, I didn't watch the draft. Uh, who on SmackDown beats Roman now? Thanks, guys. They'll figure that out next draft. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Chavez I don't, I don't know, says, man. I normally listen to the playback on Sunday, but had to get it in live today. Thank you, Will. Good luck wherever you end up. Thank you. I appreciate Thanks, Chavez. that. Um, Jose says, I'm going to miss this combo of level-headed dad, Will, outrageous Reg, and can't let it go, Phil. Um, <laughs> fightful version, not Brooks version. Um, from one dad to another, your strength during trying times is commendable. Bless y'all. I don't, I don't yeah, like that, accusations. That's <laughs> one, uh, one aspect that Phil and I will have to work on is re reeling it in. Cause you know, if both of us get off on something, we might continue to go in on it. So <laughs> uh, don't Van get me an opening. I'm going to jump through it. Okay. 
Van Twin Blade says, Godspeed, Will. Uh, obligatory. Watch Glory Pro on Sunday at 5 Central on Fight Plus. Comment. Watch that. Mm-hmm. Uh, got one here. This one is from, um, let's see, Unky Boogie Pop. It says, started following Fightful about a year and a half ago. Um, and Grapsity was the show that spoke to me. Will, my wife and I will miss you, but are excited to see how Grapsity will adapt city. Um, sorry hey. for that terrible joke. Uh, it's like just it. to pop my wife when that gets read. Good one. Yeah, I didn't mind that, actually, at all. That's right up my alley. Uh, let's see. Board Dude says, Just wanted to shout out the coolest cats I've had the opportunity to experience. As a Native American, I definitely vibe more with your perspective than the endless line of white guys. Stay up, my dudes. Straight up. <laughs> I was waiting at anticipation mm-hmm. for it. Is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? He did it. This is also big ups to the new big gold belt. I like the belt design. As you can see, big gold belt. Belt collector over here. Mm-hmm. You um, got that trash spinner belt over there, though. Mm. Hold up. <laughs> the way that he First looked. First off, <laughs> I haven't gotten to do this on this show. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. That's John Cena's belt. That tweet that was going on saying, whose belt is this? This is John Cena's belt, you guys. It can't be anybody else but Cena's belt. First off, Philip Lindsay. I've this always belt. hated that belt. Always. <laughs> but it spins. <laughs> I, hate it. I hate it so much, man. <laughs> Spree roll rim, rims had been out for like five years already, and they were like, actually, let's put a spinner on this. We're still talking spinners, right? No, we're not. Nah, we ride spinners. Ride spinners. <laughs> Somehow, some it way, of all, of all the belts I own, this is actually the absolute heaviest, like for certain. This thing is massive uh because it's multiple plates um and how do i get this locked in place by the way uh i honestly i i i love this belt and it's the raw edition by the way you can't even buy this anymore the, the one that says um what the hell was that oh the <laughs> nameplate fell off um the the one that says raw on the side no i like this belt anyway it, 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 terrible if belt. you guys have ever wondered like what is the origin again uh, uh with me and Will disagreeing on most things. I think it all goes back to the fact that this guy is a is a Cena fan, and I am <laughs> the very opposite of that. And just seeing the spinner belt thing, it's just like I've always hated it. I've always <laughs> the concept mm-hmm. of the spinner belt, man. I've always mm-hmm. hated it. But it's spinning. I'll take that. That's awful. Look at what's going on right horrible, now. Horrible, man. That's horrible. Terrible what they've done to me. Shout out to Board Dude. I don't know if this is offensive, but Reservation Dogs is my favorite show. So shout out to all the Native American homies because they're out here representing like we are. Mm-hmm. And if that's offensive, I'm sorry. I just love Reservation Dogs. It's a great show. Uh, let's see. We got another one from. I got to put this heavy ass belt away put now. Put that fucking belt down. <laughs> Come on, man. Throw it, throw it in the trash. No! <laughs> like Medusa. Bring the trash can over here. We're just going to keep it spinning. It's just so loud time. and obnoxious. It is, man. I love this belt. I, I, I really do. I think it's that it followed one of my favorite belt designs, an undisputed belt. Undisputed that belt. Like, yeah, mm. that belt is, is one of the best belt designs. And then coming with that goofy spinner thing, I was like, oh, no, no. Yeah. 
and it's locked back in place. The WWE and uh, uh, wrestler specific belt should only be with the wrestler when they just start yeah. having that as the belt. It's like, no, this is Cena's belt. Why is exactly. Randy Orton that's, carrying that's this? That's Cena's belt. Why like, is Triple I, H carrying this? It just feels weird <laughs> seeing other people that have that don't have a hip hop gimmick carrying this right. belt. <laughs> that, like that's people clearly... didn't start carrying the Smoking Skulls title because they beat Stone Cold. It's like, no, they got that's the other belt stupid, back because that's Stone Cold's belt. Just big and loud and clunky. <laughs> it is. It's a lot of WWE Whatever. paraphernalia back there, Will Washington. I mean, there's a hold up. It's a AEW belt right I here. See. I see. It's the the big, big AEW right in the middle. They're just I can't <laughs> believe this branding. There's a TNT championship uh, around here somewhere that's actually going in. I'm actually getting a second case today, and that is uh, I'm gonna. I figured out how to separate the belts. Um, I'm going to separate them by basically, not by company, but by like WWE and non-WWE basically. <laughs> and my big gold belt that's down there, you can't see that one in how the shot. How many non-WWE belts do you have? Four, actually, which will fill up a case of four. <laughs> and so, because I'm now considering the big gold to be non-WWE. Okay. Uh, and so, therefore. You got an impact belt? I do not have an impact belt. Come on, bro. What's up with that? Oh, man. Uh, but let's see what else we got. Gotta here. order you a digital media championship. <laughs> but I, I, all I was saying though was, as a belt collector, I actually don't mind the WWE um, World Heavyweight Championship, the new one. Uh, it's one of those I like big gold belts. I just do like I like. Um, I'm one of the few people who's probably like I don't hate it, uh, so I don't think that's what I'm saying. But my favorite championship is not the Winged Eagle. Uh, winged eagle i know it's a lot of people's favorite title but i remember during the period where like wwf had the winged eagle and wcw had the big gold and i remember thinking nah the big gold is where it's at like the winged eagle actually looks like kind of a puny championship compared to what they're carrying around over in wcw and i you're a wcw kid though yeah you're a kid (laughs) So I think just in general, I but like when they introduced the Attitude Era belt, which was a bigger version, and all of a sudden Austin and Rock are walking around with a belt that looks comparable to what WCW had, I think increasing its size and giving them WWE like a, a, their own kind of a big gold championship, I think helped the perception of their title compared to WCW's, which was like the big gold belt. I, I don't think it's just a WCW thing because I'm thinking about like, there was a time period, you know, we talked on the show about Pastor Troy, right? There was a time yes. period where, like, mm-hmm. that was the belt to carry around. Like, you wanted to look like They're a cool. champion. You all wanted the niggas from the South. That's all they know is <laughs> NWA. Cool. <laughs> no, my, my favorite design was always the Undisputed Belt. I always liked the belt. Yeah. It was I, something I, about I, it having the black and gold, and I, I always loved it. Yeah, no, I, I very much love the Undisputed title, and uh, that's why that one's at the top, actually, because it is Short my favorite. Lived. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, it was short lived, but it had a lot of champions. Uh, that one was that one got to ten really quickly. Like the Attitude Era belt had ten, this one had ten. The Undisputed and the fact that the Undisputed had ten unique champions in then a shorter amount of time than the Attitude Era belt had ten is kind of crazy. Mm. Um, and one of the Attitude Era's ten was Vince McMahon. Um, uh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was weird watching that uh, montage of all the WWE champions this week, which definitely makes me think they're just going to merge both belts and make it just a WWE champion now. Like, I think that's the point, the reason why they put that montage out. But watching that montage and seeing Vince in it, I was like, ah, 
Mm-hmm. I think it was an old montage though, because it had because uh, it ended at Big E. It didn't because I was like, I've seen this before. I know I've seen this. They and the, they ended with Big E because they wouldn't repeat it because Brock was the last WWE champion. That's why. right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but I think that's an old video though because I've seen that one before. Um, and I think they put that out like a year and a half ago. But you're right, there hasn't been a new WWE champion since Big E, so yes. that would make sense. Um. But yeah, so it was a video they were just kind of able to publish a second time. But uh, so that's that's I, something. I hope we get a new belt design for the WWE title. I hope the merging the titles means we're getting a new design. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the same design, just the bottom says undisputed. <laughs> ah, <laughs> terrible. But that I mean that design has had a lot of champs. So um, I think they're up to like twenty two now. Damn uh combining the universal and wwe which if you add the universal that doesn't add that many to the wwe because the only people who didn't hold both are kevin owens finn balor and goldberg everybody else who held the universal also held the wwe uh let's see joseph correa says salute to will hope for your success in whatever you're doing next also shout out to alex kane for winning mlw's battle riot he's next Mm -hmm. up yeah, big shout out to Alex. Shout out to AK. Uh, let's see. The Solo Sapien says, uh, shout, out to, uh, shout out from SoCal, fellas. Always appreciate what y'all bring to the wrestling space and super appreciative to my fellow Hikaru Shida supporter, uh, Will. Best of luck. Uh, let me figure out where he was. Best of luck to all of y'all, and I can't wait to see what's next for you guys. Big love, fam. Thank you. Thank you. Um, please keep supporting uh, Phil and Reg. I will never discourage that. Um, unless I found out like Reg was like a secret Trump supporter or something. But um... <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> That's wild as hell. Huh? Uh, there's, um, My mom let's... would disown me. I could never. <laughs> Uh, it says, first time sitting in a chat. Thought I'd have more time with the greatest trio ever. I did too, honestly. Uh, appreciate you guys for having this podcast and knowing people that look like me enjoy and are passionate about wrestling as much as I am. Best of luck, Will. Thanks, Anonymous. Oh, yeah, real quick, because I shouted out my mom. Her birthday is on Monday. Shout out to my mom. Happy birthday. Happy I'm birthday. Baker spilled after this, I think. So, uh. <laughs> uh yeah, That's I mean, cool. look, I, I love when I hear people say that, but of course, we're we're not the first black podcast. Man. No, uh, and, and, and there are a bunch. Well, of... Washington's been doing this for seventeen years, so yeah, there there are a bunch of other cool black podcasts out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, question, Reg. Yeah. Whenever you go back to see your mom in Bakersfield, do you always mm-hmm. have a place to stay? I mean, at her place. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I think the hardest thing about like, granted, my parents live around the corner. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, it's like ten minutes away, but it's a short <laughs> drive. But like, I don't know. They downsized. It. Like, I don't have uh, any space right. there. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I walked in the other day. I didn't even knock. I just walked in the house, and my <laughs> I mean, mom. Because why? What do you think I'm gonna do? Knock on my mom's door? That's weird. I know my mom screamed though. She did. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so she's she feels the opposite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, she it, she's 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 always like you're welcome here every time. Um, she always wants to make me a plate, whatever. But it's just funny that I walked in and she just 
uh, she ha wasn't in the room when I walked in. So I walked in, I just kind of stood in the living room and my dad had basketball on the TV. And so I just started watching basketball with my dad and he, my dad sees me and he's just like, Oh, Hey, what's up? And it goes back and he's just watching TV. And my mom turns the corner and just screams because she's just like somebody that wasn't here five minutes ago. It's a random man standing in my house. <laughs> and then I always turn around and I'm like, I get her every time because uh, I'm like, Ma, I'm, I don't know why this is still weird to you, but you're talking like, and there's other times where, uh, my favorite one to do is when I was younger, like, especially when I was a teenager, I needed to talk to my parents. I used to just come into their room and just sit on the foot of their bed and we just talk, mm -hmm. uh, because that's what my parents always did. They smoke weed and watch TV. Mm -hmm. And then I would sit on the corner of their bed and like, come talk to them. I probably got a lot of contact highs as a teenager, mm -hmm. but, um, they were so bad at hiding it, by the way. Uh, very bad at like, oh, we don't smoke weed. Yeah, okay, come on. <laughs> what is that? What is that box in the middle of uh, mm -hmm. on the the nightstand for? Mom and dad. Now it's legal, so who gives a shit? But yeah, at the yeah. time, <laughs> your parents were dope. Like, yeah, that was my <laughs> smoking was, dope. <laughs> that was my parents. But it's funny that I. That's what the thing I would do is I'd walk in and then sit on the corner of their bed and then I would you know ask them for advice, whatever I would do, you know the conversation you have with parents. And so my favorite thing to do now, because that's what they still do, is I'll just walk in the house and just sit on the corner of their bed and see if they even notice that, like, hey, my 35-year-old son who mm -hmm. doesn't live here. here. I'll, just like, I'll just sit on the corner and just be like, hey, what's up, guys? And mm -hmm. my mom, it freaks her out every time. Because she's high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> I remember, by the way, the first time that the RBR guys came by my house. They came by my parents' house. Uh, it was in 2011. And uh, I remember Paul immediately, he's like, what is going on here at your parents' house? And I'm like, oh, this is, this is my parents' house. I didn't know that that wasn't a normal thing, mm -hmm. I suppose. And granted, it's a very normal thing. Uh, but I didn't know that it was like taboo because I just grew up around like my parents smoke weed. Like it was, wasn't a big deal. Um, I thought it was just a thing they people did. And then it wasn't until I took like dare in the fifth grade and I'm like, Oh, I've seen that. That's, <laughs> yeah. the, that's a joy. I know that. That's what my dad. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Dare. Um, <laughs> dare. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I, I, my dad had tops in his in his top drawer before I knew what it was. And I was like, "It's what it is." Like, it is what it is. Yeah, it's what it is. No, he, he he definitely cracked me up the other day when he was talking about it. And he's like, "Yeah, you know, this whole thing now where you could just go and buy weed and just sit it in the in your front seat and you had to hide <laughs> it. You know, like I have to like hide it in your car. It's wild. And it's, it's a, a different life. Yeah." It's a very different life for my parents, for sure. Uh, they always had to know somebody. And I remember when we first moved to California, and it did, I didn't even put two and two together, that when we left California, I don't remember there being weed in my house for, like, months. And yeah. it, two and two together. Never put it together that they just didn't know anybody yet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> nah, man, you got you to gotta be careful finding a new dealer, man. Exactly. <laughs> Hard out here. You could die off this. I'm saying, yeah, not I mean, now it. it's just a run my dad makes. Now it's just like, oh, I got to mm -hmm. run to the corner store and mm -hmm. 
you know. You know. It's what it is. Straight up. Um, and I will always appreciate the fact that it's just legal now. Who am I gonna uh, talk to on the show when I need to? When I need Taboo Tuesday facts, I'm be like, "Yo, I need Taboo Tuesday facts." Like, that's what Washington territory. Like, that's the that's the the aspect of this show that's gonna change. Is what happened on uh, November 29, two thousand five, and Will's like, "Oh yeah, Triple H fucking beat up." Uh, He's feeding with Knox player. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> I, <laughs> actually, the Flair feud was over at the time, but I know what you're going with. So um, funny, if you did a big show at the time. Um, well, Washington, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Give you all the hide and right facts you need. Hide and right. Jesus Christ. Uh, let's see. We got no. I I know Hyde Reich's whole career, and I hate that that man walked around with a Hershey bar, <laughs> Hyde and Reich. Oh my God. marching Things with children weird. in two thousand and five. Things were weird. In Things 2005. were weird. Mm. Uh, let's see. We got another one here from Wanga. It says, "Good day, Grap City fellas. Looking forward to some good matchups with the new faces in this year's Battle of Super Juniors. Well, whatever mm. you have planned, hope it works out for you, mate." You guys are the show I look forward to every week. Thank you, Wanga. That's cool. Thank you, Wanga, who I'm pretty sure is from Australia. Mm. Uh, let's see. The, we got another one here from Trey Cash. It says, uh, first the fat boys break up. <laughs> and now we'll, we'll leave it, Grab City. Uh, I know life happens, but please don't estimate what Grab City means to the culture. We need all tria, y'all. <laughs> y'all. Uh, mm. We out here for the culture. The culture never ends. The journey continues. The journey the continues. continues. Rest in peace to Nip. Nelson Munt says, MTV's The Making of Diddy is hysterical. You see him teaching <laughs> choreography to the professional dancers, even though he's an awful dancer himself. Oh, really? man, I think probably once a day about the dance break from uh, PE 2000. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. With the, <laughs> with the spinning camera. He's just like... <laughs> Horrible, bro. He thought he was killing it too. He thought he was getting this shit all the way off. He smoked it. Like, nah, nah, Puff, I don't think, oh, I don't think you quite hit the mark, bro. I don't think that's going to get you in the Juilliard. He thought he was going to set him on fire. Bro, I'm watching TRL. I don't want to see this shit. Turn this off. Why is Diddy dancing for five minutes to an old fucking 1988 breakbeat? This is crazy. Yeah, he was wild. <laughs> yeah, I th like I said, I think about that at least once a day. The slow uh, motion, the pauses. <laughs> this guy was. Oh my god, what a dude! Uh, Night Track says, "Good luck, Will. Remember, don't fly Spirit no more." Hey, you have to tell me twice. I'm, uh, I'm still kind of. I still think it's crazy that you went through all that that day. You not once said it was Spirit flight because I kept wondering, like, what's going on with this flight, man? Like, yeah, why is this, this happening? This is unusual. And then, <laughs> then you get on a podcast to say Spirit. I'm like, yeah, oh, no, that's yeah, why. That's mm -hmm. why. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I forgot to mention that detail. I mean, mm -hmm. like, it was a last-minute thing. And so it was like, when I booked all of this last minute, the only thing that was, like, not out astronomical was Spirit. And so I booked Spirit. Uh, See, I'm going to give me a Spirit flight to Vegas because it's only, it's like, 45 minutes. I shouldn't run into too many issues. But I'm saying it out loud, so I probably will it? run into issues now. Yeah. Get a little spill it? A little spill it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Frontier, you know, whatever. 
Ricardo, last name TBD, says, my son's coming for Cal California's Nuggets. <laughs> um, real quick, I don't mind Frontier. And I'll tell you why I don't mind Frontier. <laughs> Frontier's, Frontier's fine. Frontier's fine, especially because, like, I know the big complaint I always hear from people is um, uh, that Frontier nickel and dimes you. And that's why they hate Frontier. That it's like, oh, here's the $39 flight to Vegas. Oh, your bag, that's going to be $200. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, little things like that. However, as it turns out, uh, one of my credit cards is a Frontier credit card. It just happened to be when I was signing up for a bunch of credit cards like 10 years ago. That was one of the ones I got. But it turned out getting the Frontier credit card waives all of those fees. So I literally have been booking flights for like $39. I do get my one bag. I do get to choose my seat. I do get all of that stuff, and it is included in the card. And it's like, oh, shit. Well, now all of a sudden Frontier flights aren't a bad deal because uh, all of the things they add on – so like I don't mind Frontier flights, uh, if just, if that's an option in front of me. Just just pack light when you go on Frontier. I never that's it. that complaint. Yeah. Just pack yeah. light. Because you do get the one carry on. Um, right. uh, yeah, you get. I mean, no, you don't get a carry on. You get your one personal item. So like pack a backpack basically. Yeah. Uh, but I also get the carry on with my credit card, and so that's uh, how that goes. Uh, let's see. Got another one. I church pastor says, well, thanks for bringing, bringing our voices to the wrestling sphere. The culture is better because of all you guys. God bless. Uh, again, like Phil said though, there's a lot of people in this space, a lot of black people in this space doing really, really great stuff. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I think the more unique black voices we hear from the better, because, uh, I think it should make sure people know that we're not a monolith, right? Like we say that Mm -hmm. all the time. um, But I think that the only way that can be proven true is if we get more voices in the space, getting their perspectives out. Um, Hell, Reg says it in the theme song. This show Mm -hmm. is three black fans in different perspectives. I love Mm -hmm. when we don't agree on things. I love when we're like, when Phil gets to tell me I told you so and uh, something that um, I was probably wrong about. Mm-hmm. There's your admission, probably. Phil. Pro- probably. <laughs> this guy, man. Told you to take it to the grave while watching. <laughs> probably. But, but uh, that's kind of the point here is that it's, yeah. we're not all the same. And I think that uh, we need more voices in our space. And at mm-hmm. the same time, everybody from any voice uh in any background is welcome on this show and so that's uh because that's the perspective i always want to make sure this show keeps and that was what i was all about when i originally pitched grapsity to you guys and um i'm loving handing the keys over to you guys because i Mm -hmm. believe in both of you and yeah we'll talk about that a little bit more jr Mm -hmm. says grapsity was huge for furthering my wrestling fandom i will miss will's almost omniscient memory of ruthless aggression and attitude era wrestling yellow boy tuesday yellow boys on your team so you lose it no i'm just kidding uh yellow Mm -hmm. boy says um from one will to another uh many blessings to you on whatever is next well, I know because of who you are, successful follow. Reg and Phil continue to bring the best content for the culture. Thank you. We will. Uh, let's see. Tim McFowl says, thank y'all for always representing and being loud allies for women and LGBTQ wrestlers. Will crush this next chapter. Oh, and Phil was right. I mean, there, you got me to say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so funny. Dante V says, gonna miss you, Will, but I'm interested to see Jeremy coming in with a Koofy next week like a you Cody wildin'. meme. Whoa. Mm. Mm. Whoa. Yeah, you won't see that on this podcast. Nah, not on this <laughs> one, Dreddy says, some wild stuff on Overbooked, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely going to miss you, Will. You and Phil, Seth Rollins debates will be missed the most. Phil is right, by the way. <laughs> Uh, Mick Squishy, or is that Mick or Miss MC? Either way is great. MC Squishy Tushy says, mm-hmm. lapsed fan here from the WCCW days to the Attitude Era and came back for New Japan Pro Wrestling and the Modern Era in 2016. This was the first show I connected with. I appreciate the wealth of perspectives. Gonna miss you, Will. Thank you so much. Dope. Thank uh, you. Ricardo, last name TBD, says, thanks for making me cultured in a way I wasn't before. Mm. Thank you, Ricardo. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the support, everybody. Yeah, for real. Um, and hey, I have a question here. Maybe this question's offensive. <laughs> I don't know. But having uh, having grown up in, you know, I started my my journey in Los Angeles, moved to Denver. I've been in Denver most of my life. I've lived around Latinos a long time. I. Just, one question after this concert last night just i need somebody to explain the appeal they're my favorite group i get it but every latino i know loves bone thugs and harmony oh yeah and and why is that i know why i love bone it's but like i would say that concert last night especially like in the bone hoodies i saw was about 70 percent latino I've had a bunch of Latino friends my entire life that all love Bone. It's because they rap fast and because they talk about weed. Mm-hmm. That's why. Is that it? That's that. That's it. That's why. Okay. Yeah. Easy. Okay. <laughs> that's it. Everybody, like they all that. love. This is for the weed. It's for the weed. Friday is ruined me. Ruined me. Every time I think of it now, I think of next Friday. <laughs> Chocolate playing it was like boop 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 boop. Yep. <laughs> I was, uh, you know, it's funny too, was that they were doing some obscure songs yesterday too, Chris Bone, or, uh, Chris Bone, Crazy Bone and Wishbone. Um, <laughs> Chris Bone, <yeah>. her brother. <laughs> yeah. Crazy Bone and Wishbone uh, did uh, Body Rot, which I knew the lyrics to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was noticing, I looked around, and I'm like, none of y'all know Body Rot. That wasn't even a single. <laughs> that was on, if I remember correctly, that. The only like single version of that what came out like as an addition to if I could teach the world, but mm-hmm. otherwise like that was just a song on Art of War, mm-hmm. and I couldn't help but notice that like nobody around knew it, but uh, it also nobody around actually knew for the love of money or first of the month the way they mm. thought they did. They were just all like I'm like yeah okay nobody but everybody in the audience knew Omden Dangerous. Ain't too many kid bang. Yeah, like, everybody right. let they let uh the whole audience basically do so they did um every time bone I've been to multiple bone concerts. If you've never been to a Bone Thugs concert, one of the things that Bone is very proud of is the fact that they had songs with three of the most prominent um deceased artists of mm-hmm. the nineties. And so they always do a section in the middle where they're like, All right, first they do um For the Love of Money with Easy E. So first they'll perform, um, they'll throw on uh boys in the hood 
and then that'll use that to transition into for the love of money and they'll let the audience do easy's verse and then they're like all right then they play juicy and they let the audience do notorious thugs and biggie's verse and then they get to california love and then they play thug love and uh I'm going to a Bone Thug show, but only hearing two <laughs> verses out of the five verses that are usually on the song had to be wild. Like, how oh yeah, no. When, for, when they hit "For the Love of Money," and I'm like, "Wish ain't even in this song," so it's really just about to be. <laughs> I'm like, crazy. "This is really just about to be crazy, Bone." Get uh, along, the, you guys. Why are you guys still beefing? It's been like 30 years at this point. Everybody wants yeah. to see all of Bone. And, and the funny thing too was, uh, so most of the songs they would skip everybody's verse. But of course, the when they got to Crossroads, you can't skip Busy Bone. Like he's the most important yeah. part of that song, mm-hmm. and so uh, they let the audience do Busy Bone, and that was uh, that was great. Yeah, that's the first time I've seen Bone without Lazy. Like I figured at least he would be there, but no, it was really just because him and Busy or him and Crazy are brothers. And that was uh, no him and Flesher brothers, and that's uh, no him and Flesher brothers. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. yeah, lazy like, and Flesher brothers are two. There's no, I know there's yeah. a, a brother. Yes, and I think here. Wish is their cousin, so I think like there's at least some relation there. Either way, I was obviously a very big Bone Thugs and Harmony fan. Yeah, Bone uh, don't do recent songs either. Like nobody, no, likes nobody it. wants that. <laughs> don't, that. Don't, don't, don't do that. Phil mm-hmm. Cockett Apple. Uh, no, <laughs> nobody wants that shit. Uh, I've been just thinking, like, rest in peace to Gangsta Boo, man. Still one of the greatest first mm-hmm. uh, moments ever <laughs> of her yes. yelling, at, yeah. yelling mm-hmm. at Busy Bone from across the stage. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Well, I forgot they did do that, man. They ain't going to do shows together no more. <laughs> <laughs> cannot get along. The boys cannot get along, man. Damn. Busy Bone yeah. be wilding, man. Straight up. But I'm just saying, if you're going to advertise Bone, at least tell me which members, because that's yes. 40% of Bone I got there. I did mm-hmm. not get... Uh, I didn't even get half. Nah, man, they they don't want you to roll. They don't want to roll that dice that you might see that lineup and go, nah, I pass on this one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> They're just like, we're so, just gonna keep it a guess. Sublime. Game. It says Sublime and Bone Thugs and Harmony, and Mm-mm. yeah, no, it was good though. It was uh, it was cool. I do the I know I didn't know all the Sublime songs because they did uh with Sublime it was um. They did the whole album of 40 Ounces to Freedom, and I knew like one song off of that album. Yeah. But then they came out for an encore, and they did the big three. They did What I Got, um, uh, April 26, 1992, and, mm. uh, and they finished with Centuria. And mm-hmm. so that was like, okay, I know these three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good time, though. Sold out Red Rocks again. The, like I've never been to a sold out Red Rocks. I've been to Red Rocks where there's like a few thousand people, but I had mm-hmm. never seen it like that. Like literally, when I turned around, I couldn't see anybody. And uh, when I knew they were finishing up with Santeria, uh, my wife and I were like, "All right, we should like start making our way toward the exit, or we are never getting out of here." <laughs> and uh, we got like halfway through the song in our seats, and then we're like, "All right, let's, let's start walking." We could still hear the song from our car, but. <laughs> We got to the car. We're like, we beat all that traffic. Mm. Good times. Uh, I would like to see a wrestling show at Red Rocks. I was like trying to figure out the logistics of that because I'm like, it could not be live because literally this is a, it is a a big rock mountain formation. Mm. And it is a, like, I know where you could put the ring to make it work. I know you could have a big audience, but you couldn't fit live production trucks in there. You'd have Mm. to tape it. And so, uh, how could that work? 
And I'm thinking, like, if you could tape a show, though, there, I think that would be the most unique-looking show of all time. That'd be dope. Do Red Rock somebody. Mm-hmm. Roll Martyr X says, as a longtime Kill Switch Engage fan, it's super cool hearing their music on TV again. Thrilled that Roderick Strong is on TV again. Yeah, really cool to hear that theme song. Um, we're never going to hear the punk one, so. <laughs> no. Yes. No. WWE owns that song. Mm-hmm. Stop asking for it unless he goes back to WWE. Exactly. Uh, and I don't mean just going backstage. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I'm arriving here late. It's my daughter's prom night. Pray for me, fellas. Ooh. Hey. Absolutely. Mm. That's, that's dope. Um, yeah, no, my, my niece's prom night is next week. It's still weird. Mm. Everybody's growing up so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so on a lighter note, wild. so we're calling this the Cody vs. Heavyweight Championship, right? Mm. I mean, I think Seth's winning it. I think it is going to be the kind of raw work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the raw workhorse I- title. I, I think it became very obvious when he cut the promo and everything that he's probably going to win it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah it, was a, it was a good moment. Do not swerve us on this. Just don't. Please don't. We don't need no more swerves. If 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 Rock wins this title, I'm out, man. I can't. <laughs> Nasty I work. Robert Aquatic says, we're going to miss you, Will. Chat is going to have to keep hot take Phil in check. <laughs> But right. for real, without grabs and the elite, not sure I'd be watching wrestling. Much love and success wherever you go. Also, what? OC and Bandito, let's fucking go. What a match. Why do y'all keep lying on my name? Nothing I've said here that I take, man. Mm-hmm. Meet Normus says, I appreciate the three of you. Keep on cooking. Congrats again, Will. Uh, <laughs> Chow, my Damien. Uh, my commanders drafted a guy the size of Leon Ruff to play corner. Jeez Louise, get that man some sandwiches. Uh, Was that a yeah. Pootie Tang line? Yes, yeah, of course. My yeah, yeah mm. of course it's Pootie Tang. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Monique S says, love, blessings, and positivity to your future endeavors. I'm happy we still have Reg and Phil, but we will miss your weekly insights, Will. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared says, Will and Grapsity was the major reason I dropped $5 on Fightful. Love your sorely needed perspectives. Good luck, Will, and may the power protect you. Mm. For sure. Right before I drop in, it's more of the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. By the way, in the movie, uh, the new movie, I noticed they were using the, these replicas. Uh, I'm like, oh, those are the, the exact ones, the, the legacy morphers. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Okay, there you go. Movie. Somebody Photoshop me now. <laughs> Still haven't seen that movie. Somebody Photoshop me now. <laughs> uh, we got the uh, Johnny says, who wins in L.A. and Celtics? Uh, who wins if L.A. and the Celtics meet for the 13th time? Celtics probably. Yeah, Celtics should drag those boys. Uh, but... Oh, no. Celtics, Celtics was having a hard time getting Trey up out of here, man. They shouldn't have had as hard of a time with Atlanta. I don't know what's going True. on there. They were scaring yeah. me. Um, I want to say Celtics. Um, of course you want to say Celtics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I really don't because, um, listen, my dad will explain it better than I can that black people have a history of hating the, the Boston Celtics. Yes, um, yes. And so, but I just, I don't know, man. I, I want to say Celtics, but. I feel like the favorable matchup for the Lakers if they go there now is if they go to the finals weather. I, I, 
I don't think it's the Celtics, man. I think um I think the Bucks matched up better than than Celtics do against them. But I don't think they're gonna make it to the finals. I really don't. I think um I think they're gonna lose before that. Uh RH says best of life and luck to you, Will. Can't wait uh for run ins you do here uh and on <laughs> Jeremy. Um I looked up uh Stephanie uh, how do you pronounce her last name? I don't know. I don't know, but that's who Mercedes is facing at mm-hmm. the show. Um, Mercedes uh, and Monet will have her hands full. The core? And, the core? I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, anime fan says, who beats Reigns and when? Um, and your favorite promotion at the moment? Answer um, the first question is nobody and never. And the second answer is... <laughs> Uh, PWG. I don't know. I don't want to say AEW because y'all don't think I'm a shoe. Hey, <laughs> but it's uh, AEW. Who who beats Roman and when? Um, I don't know now because I, I did think it was SummerSlam, but once they introduced that new belt, I don't think he's losing anytime soon. Um, so I don't know. He could end up going all the way to Wrestle for, WrestleMania 40, which sounds awful. There's um, one million percent chance that he's going to do that. I, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know at this point. Um, Favorite promotion, uh, it's been New Japan for a long time, and I feel like New Japan is kind of back, man. New Japan is hot. New again. Japan is back. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's yours, on. Will? Hold on. I got to read this one. <laughs> this is very good. Um, it's from Anonymous. Thank you for answering my question. To Will. Going to miss you big time. Regret not going to the bowling and meeting you guys when you were in the Bay. Also, us Latinos love Bone Thugs and Harmony because of the things Reg mentioned. Also, we we like flutes in our music and Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> Unleash the flutes. Unleash the flutes out of Guru. I love it. I love that answer. <laughs> Listen, one of my favorite things people have been putting on Twitter this week is uh, clips from Fade to Black. And I, as somebody that always has loved that that interaction between him and Timbaland, and Timbaland randomly eating a banana and yes. out of a huge <laughs> jug of orange juice, and playing what would come what would become potion, and then mm-hmm. playing the next beat that Hove took, still funny. It just that exchange. Oh, yeah. He was like, "Man, you ain't, you ain't got no." This bounce. is always my Timbaland tribute. I always got to yeah. keep a big jug. Nah, man, you ain't got you ain't got no bounce. And Timbaland just was like, "Well, <laughs> bounce coming up." <laughs> Jake Salazar says, nah, Reg, I'm sorry, but Jack Harlow, you don't have to apologize to Reg. He doesn't yeah, agree. No. Uh, or he'll agree with you. Jack Harlow was absolutely garbage. Dude got one song that blew up, and it's a crappy remake to a Fergie song. So, uh, he can disappear. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I've, heard, I've heard good things about this new album. I, I'm not high on his music. Um, I do think the coolest thing he did with that record was bringing Brandy out to do the verse. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was fire. Yeah. Uh, Rovan says, gonna miss OG Grap City, but I look forward to what you all have coming. Good luck, Will. Thank you so much. Uh, and let's see, got another one from uh, Bargav who says, new to wrestling podcast, and I found Fightful a few months ago. Grap City has been my favorite, and you guys are awesome. Good luck, Will. You're the best. Thank you so much. Uh, Motown Rick says, thank you for everything, Will. <laughs> we'll miss you. Um, I hope you pop up from time to time. If MJF wrestles at Forbidden Door, who should he face? Ooh, that's a good question. I think he probably will wrestle at Forbidden Door. Um, uh, he has to at this point. He's made a big point of about hating New Japan. He slanders the company every time he gets a chance. <laughs> yeah. And so I feel like he's got to face somebody that is like New Japan through and through. He's like, yeah. 
I feel like, like he has to get Okada. Like when you think about now that yeah. it seems like Kenny's gonna get Osprey, um, I feel like MJF and Okada like makes the <laughs> most sense to me. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like Tanahashi makes more sense because Tanahashi, Tanahashi is like the ultimate babyface, and he's gonna yeah. get the most out of the exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's it's probably Tanahashi. I mean, Tanahashi is Captain New Japan, no pun intended. You know, um, yeah. Uh, the problem is just Tanahashi got the AEW World Title shot last year, and I feel like they can probably uh, do true. something different yeah, this year. That's mm-hmm. true. Um, if Naito if Naito comes and does Naito. Give me the Naito and, and Orange Cassidy match I've been asking for mm-hmm. for a year. Yeah. That's that's the match I want. That's the one. Yes. But, yeah, because it is looking like, um, I mean, I imagine it's got to be Kenny and uh, and Osprey, right? I don't know. I think so. But that seems like know. how it's shaping up. Uh, let's see. We got another one from Matt Logan. says, thank you, Will TV Dad. <laughs> um, I'm hoping... Uh, somebody will Photoshop you into the TV Dad commercial, Reg. Mm-hmm. If I make it a double or nothing in Vegas, I have an infused pre-roll. Oh, that's what's up. I'm gonna see you there, Matt. Come through. With that joint. Uh, let's see. Um, I mean, look, I will still be uh, in Vegas. I like all that stuff is already booked. I will, I will be there. And Vegas, baby. So, at least with Reg, we'll be chilling. Um, Phil still on the fence. Mm-hmm. Y'all know what we're doing in Vegas. We still we still making plans in Vegas. What are we doing? We'll talk, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing that. I don't know. Uh, JB says anything. the statistics on Bianca Belair's Raw Women's Title reign length uh, being abruptly ended make it make sense. Um, yeah, I have a big problem with that. Uh, so I saw Bianca was drafted to Raw, or I mean to SmackDown, and uh, my first thought, I even messaged you guys, and I was like, well. Maybe EO can win the Raw Women's title and keep it on Raw, so that way you don't do anything silly like a belt exchange where uh, a record-setting title reign ends abruptly with not a title change mm-hmm. because that sucks. Don't do that again. Nope. And then they drafted Damage Control to mm-hmm. SmackDown also. So now the Raw Women's title match for Backlash is a SmackDown match. Mm-hmm. It is. Um I still have a feeling EO's winning, and I think that the story they're going to tell here is EO is going to split from damage control and go back to Raw. Uh, hopefully, like, just do not do a a title swap. That was the worst mm-hmm. thing they did last year. Uh, they've done it twice now, because they did it with the, um, the New Day and Street Profits, and then they did it with uh, Charlotte and Becky. And it's never any good, because it starts up a new title reign. Like, I wouldn't mind if they swapped the belts and, like, the title stayed the same because mm-hmm. then at least it, you're not just handing somebody a new reign um, because yeah. I hate yeah. that it's like, oh, look, you swapped the belts. Charlotte's now a 14-time champion. Like, right. that uh, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to me. And uh, I don't like that. But... Yeah. Um. I don't know. Maybe they're just going to change the titles. I don't know. Maybe they're going to change the titles and debut new designs. I don't know. Hmm. Um, or do a change the names. Don't do SmackDown mm-hmm. and Raw. Do a Universal and World Heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Um, make one of them an Intercontinental title or something. Right? You can do something with it. But I, I, I think the move should be to have somebody else actually win the title and take it back to Raw. But I don't know when Bianca's actually going to lose here. Um, 
It's uh, it's way too soon for Rhea to lose. So that's clearly not going to happen. Um, but then again, never know at this company. So, <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Jake d- says, "Phil, I, I want." Cool. Oh. oh, go ahead. No, you. I go. do think go, it's go. cool that Selena's getting her match in in Puerto Rico. I think that's mm-hmm. really awesome. That's very I think cool. That's going to be a good moment for her. And I've been saying for a while that she's an underrated wrestler. So she I is. think it's cool that she's getting the spotlight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, I like the card a lot. I think there's a lot working on that card. Um, yeah. So, oh yeah, sorry, chat. Uh, I never acknowledged the game behind me. I figured um, the way to end my Grap City run would be to go with the game that the cabinet is entirely based on. Because we've got the Mortal Kombat art, we got the Mortal Kombat marquee. Why not go with the original, the one that got it started in the very beginning, Mortal Kombat One? You see Raiden versus Raiden behind me mm-hmm. uh, in the throne room. Um, that's always the classic to start with. Uh, I hate the version. Like if you've ever seen those one up arcades that they sell, um, it's running, they're running MAME and they're just running, uh, a, a, they're running the MAME version of Mortal Kombat, which has some flaws and it's always bugged me if you can't, um, get the genuine version because there's flaws in the music because the the drums are like way too loud uh and the pitches not pitch the tempo's off and like the music is like the best part of mortal kombat to me mm-hmm. and so I, I fucking hate that version mm-hmm. uh and i would not buy a one-up arcade for that very reason <laughs> uh let's see the uh twist the fate studio says how do i say good or yeah how do i thank you <laughs> say goodbye to what we had uh and going through the lyrics of how do i i'm not gonna sing boys to men but thank you um <laughs> all i know is where we've been and what we've been through it's, it's so hard to say goodbye to it's weird that that was a house that that was a house party to soundtracks right Let's see. Eloquent says, ROH better as a studio show. Pre-Dynamite ROH is meh. And post-Dynamite ROH, because it's taped before and after. Hate it. Um, Studio wrestling is is cool, man. I don't... I I like studio wrestling. Sometimes it's cool to have stuff in front of a studio audience. Mm -hmm. I think it's just really important to focus on what the audience paid for. Um, Because I think if the audience paid for Ring of Honor, uh, if that audience was there for Ring of Honor, I think that... uh, those shows would come off better, in my opinion. Definitely. Um, Jake Salazar says, Aaron Rodgers had that big gold after his first Super Bowl. He did. I think that's why he hasn't gone back. He doesn't want Ooh. that piece of S-word WWE belt. I... That's why Aaron Rodgers hasn't gone back, yes. It's mm-hmm. because... Aaron... And he ain't that good. Um, yeah. Aaron Aaron Rodgers getting that one championship because the Bears let them into the into the <laughs> it's, it's still one of the, the most disappointing sports things that ever happened. That year just was so irritating. I mean, just the fact that the Bears that year it, it seemed like this was it. They were going to finally get over the hump with Cutler and they took that game off the final game of the year, played the played the Packers. That loss to the Packers is what got the Packers into the playoffs. Then they faced the Bears in the conference finals, beat them because Cutler got hurt in that game, and they went all the way to the Super Bowl. That's the only championship that Bum ever won. <laughs> Hate it. You don't think Hate he's going to so get a championship much. with the Jets? 
No, <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> that man looks ancient, by the way. It's amazing mm-hmm. considering he's younger than Tom Brady. But Tom Brady, like, still looks like Tom Brady. But, like, mm-hmm. they're showing pictures on ESPN after the trade. And I just thought, what the hell happened to Aaron Rodgers? He looks like Aaron Rodgers is, like, when you apply one of those, like, old filters in, in Snapchat. Like, that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh... It's from all them silent retreats he's been on. Uh, Jake Salazar said, old IWGP heavyweight championship was my favorite. It's a good belt. It is a good belt. Uh, <laughs> Night Track says, Reg in a MAGA hat with a lifted pickup uh, F-150. Sicko mode. Yeah. <laughs> I could never. Will the Beast says, uh, mm-hmm. y'all ever think you'll make it into a Defy show in Seattle? You gotta see Nick F and Wayne in person. He is the future. Also, bring back the Sonics. I mean, yeah, there's a lot for Seattle. Uh, I'll say this. Uh, I mean, look, Nick Wayne's going to be making his AEW debut in July. Uh, so at least the people of where are they going to be? It's obviously during the Canadian tour. Um, mm-hmm. We'll get to see Nick Wayne in person. Yeah. I've seen him in person a couple times, too. But I'll probably try to make it out there definitely yeah. one day for them, one of them Defy shows. We saw Nick Wayne in, in person when, we, when I was in uh, San Fran. Yep. Uh, Ricardo, last name TBD, says, Will, imagine a Masters of the Universe remake. I know. <laughs> Shout out Emilio Sparks for the only other person who on Earth who loves that movie like I do. He probably would hate a remake. <laughs> probably would hate it. Yeah, because then at that point, the movie's like good. And uh, no, I love Masters of the Universe. It's like a, one of those movies I can recite frame for frame. I know everything about that movie. Um, I recognize it's not good, but I love it. Hello, doll. Shared Delaware says uh, you're going to end up in Australia instead of Vegas. Please, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I want to go to Australia one day, though. Never been. Uh, Ricardo also says too sweet from my homies. Thank you. James Robinson Jr. Says I've been listening regularly since the emergency swole debacle episode and wanted to show <laughs> some support for the OG Grapsity trio. Appreciate all the work you three have done. Best of luck. Will. thank you, James. I wonder how many people started listening to our podcast on that day. Cause we do mm-hmm. get a lot of people that are like, that was the first time they ever listened to it. We do. Yeah. Richard Martinez says, I remember coming across Grapsity on a random Saturday drive and have been hooked on all your guys' take sense. Hashtag the story never ends. And Reg got it right with Bone Thugs. Thank you, Richard Martinez. I grew up in Bakersfield, man. Hella, my homies are Latino. Like most of us, actually. Like I said, I grew up around, I mean, like if you know the Denver and Aurora area, or like I said, I was in Los Angeles as a kid. Um, And it was just. I noticed all my Latino homies all love Bone Thugs and Harmony, but I never bothered mm-hmm. to ask why till last night. And uh, I guess that's it. Uh, my brother said to me, because I asked him this morning about it, and he was like, maybe it's because like Busy Bone kind of looks Mexican, like just a little bit. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's in there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hey, he's he's. Could be, I don't know. Uh, Shotkid29 says, since the Owen Hart Cup is going to have matches at Forbidden Door, who from New Japan and Stardom do you want or do you hope to see involved? That's a great question. Mercedes. And the Owen Hart? Yeah. Yeah, I think she'd be a good addition to that tournament. Could actually win it. Mercedes. Um, yeah, if anybody else from Stardom 
man, cause there's so many people from stardom that I feel like once you put them in there, I kind of feel like they got to win. Like you, you can't uh, put Shuri in that tournament and she doesn't win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she's just gonna beat up everybody. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Shuri's a big one. Shuri would be dope. Share mm-hmm. says to change things up. I'm gonna tell Will he sucks. Balance. Thanks, Cher. Thank you for bringing balance to the force, <laughs> Cher. Uh, Ricardo says, all uh, your two favorite metal groups. Not applicable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really like metal. I like a lot of rock music, but not really metal. No, so not much. Really yeah, metal not a big, Sorry, friend. not a huge metal guy. Um, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm really trying to give it some thought. Like, I suppose there's a few, like, metal songs I like, but uh, groups in general, no, I can't really. Lamb, if Lamb, Lamb of God metal? I don't know. I think I Lamb know. of God is metal, yes. Yeah, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Gaming from Canada says, favorite Mortal Kombat character? Ooh. I, I was always Sub-Zero. I just love to freeze a motherfucker and just, ha-ha! I, I was one to always play as Sub-Zero. But over somewhere in the last like fifteen years, I I did get into Liu Kang, and uh, I have been playing as Liu Kang probably since I don't know. It's been about fifteen years, and I don't know. I like him, uh, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Liu Kang. I know people don't like the leader character. Like I noticed, like yeah, Liu Kang kind of falls in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always get caught a noob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. there's always the kind of that hate for like the reuse of the world or like leonardo yeah. like whenever yeah. there's a leader people are always like ah fuck him he's the leader mm-hmm. um but honestly i like luke kang no uh, a lot of top street fighter players play ryu or ken so mm-hmm. i don't know um speaking of which have you guys tried street fighter 6 yet I no i haven't uh the demo dropped like three days ago and mm. um it's pretty good i would I like have, to try that yeah um, only two playable characters, but uh, it's interesting. It's interesting because they have the new control set. Like you can play with classic controls or like these new modern controls. I hate them. Um, don't mod- Don't try to do modern controls in Street Fighter. What the hell is that? Uh, uh, Street Fighter plays one way. Like you can't go up to an arcade and be like, okay, uh, I'm going to switch to modern controls. Like, no, uh, don't make it easier for certain players. This is Street Fighter. Lame. Yeah. Um. Yeah, nah. Kung, Kung Lao. Um, when I was a kid, I, I liked playing Shang Tsung yes. a lot. I used to play mm-hmm. Shang Tsung a lot as a kid. Just cause, Did you have all yeah. the morphs memorized? I didn't, but I had <laughs> I had the morphs memorized for the players that I, I was good with, so that I could uh-huh. them if I needed to. Um, but no, he always had the cooler fireballs. Are you kidding me? In three, when he had the fireballs that were the big skulls, mm-hmm. uh, nah, he was a beast. And he had he, he had the better fatalities to me. Uh, but no, Kung Lao. Um, Kung Lao... He's just moved. He had to teleport. He had he had the gray hat throw, man. And I thought he was one of the few things that was good about the newer movie. I thought the Kung Lao in that movie was awesome until Kung Lao was great. I loved Kung Lao. I didn't yeah. like Lu I thought Luke Kang was like well acted, but I thought his character was kind of a weenie. Mm-hmm. Um and uh but I liked Kung Lao a lot, you're right. He was very mm-hmm. good. All right, next question is what's your guys' favorite character from Shaq Fu? Shaq. This is the second time. How was <laughs> how have I done? Now, two going away podcasts on Fightful, and both times, my co-host has mm-hmm. brought up Shaq Fu. Shaq Fu, because man. Sean Rossat brought up Shaq Fu. Mm-hmm. It's a great game. Pro- 
probably the only video game Sean has ever played. First and only. Sean games and uh, anyway though Jake Salazar. Oh no, says he ain't that good. Nah, Phil. You know who ain't good? Seth. He is uh, good. Yes, a good hand. Uh, you chose violence this time. That bum. He ain't winning that belt. That's Brock's belt. Ooh boy, Phil got me hot now. <laughs> Acting out and throwing this tantrum because <laughs> I, had to, I had to tell you the truth about your guy. Listen, Rodgers and that team is hated in this city. I don't know what you expected from me. You're not going to get any any Aaron Rodgers or Packers love from me. Fuck those guys. Sorry. <laughs> not sorry. Louisville says, Phil is right again. And then Jake says, sorry, Phil. That was out of line. I love you, man. Just get heated with Roger Slander uh, that he ain't good when he is the best thrower of the football. No, about the best. I mean, there's a certain guy that won six championships somewhere else. I would say he's probably the best thrower. And I mean, there's a guy named Eli Manning that beat him and Tom Brady. I don't think Rodgers is better than Eli Manning. Mm -hmm. Whoa, what are we doing here? Okay, and I love Mary J. Blige. Don't you put these ladies against each other? But (laughs) AT says respectfully, Mariah Carey would get massacred by Mary J. Blige in a versus. Good luck on whatever is next. Hashtag will AEW graphic coming soon. Uh, Um, But the... uh, Look, I love Mary J. Blige. It depends on the crowd. Yeah, did did, did Mariah Carey have a controversial Burger King commercial? No, she didn't. (laughs) No, she did not. Mm-hmm. I thought that commercial was funny by the time. Was Nick the commercial was fucking hilarious. I don't yeah. care what anybody says. I thought mm-hmm. it was fucking hilarious. As a matter of fact, Mary J. Blige and Mariah Carey on the bonus edition or the the um <laughs> the bonus version of uh uh me I am Mariah Carey or me I am Mariah the elusive Chantouche Chantouche mm-hmm. the name of this album um. They did a remix of It's a Rap, which was from her uh, album Memoirs of an Imperfect Angel. And that song yeah. like just blew up, by the way, because uh, it had a whole bunch of TikTok fame. And so uh, for some reason, Mariah Carey has a recent single from a song that came out 14 years ago. Yeah. But anyway, they did a remix together. Mary J. Blige and Mariah, tight like that. But as far as hit, because think about what Versus is. AT, which is kind of a hit for hit comparison. Mariah's got 19 number ones. Mm-hmm. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> Crispy chicken, lettuce, <laughs> flour, tortilla. Yeah. And I she, love she Mary. She her body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love Mary, but it's MC, baby. Uh, I got, let's see, this one from Van Twinblade. It says. Uh, trying to, here we go. Uh, it says, just got out of Chevalier. Pretty damn good movie. Seven out of 10. I'm like, why is he promoting getting out of a Cavalier? I just got out of my, out of my Cavalier. Chevalier. Uh, about, but hopefully uh, he had a good time. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, Rylebag. This one says, thanks to the Day After Dynamite for introducing me to Grapsity as a minority from the California Bay Area, this pod feels like home. Thank you, Ryle hey, uh, Thank you for only. checking out Day After Dynamite. Yee, yee, yee. Um, and thank you for checking out Grapsity. Uh, mm-hmm. Sending my flowers to Will, Auntie Collins. Always appreciate Auntie Collins. She's always great. Mm-hmm. Um, we got this one here from uh, Pedro Tech. 
who says, uh, or Pedro Tax, excuse me, says, good luck, Will, on whatever life has next for you. I appreciate Grapsity's insight in the pro wrestling world. It's much needed. Thoughts on CM Punk being backstage at Raw? I was I was thoroughly entertained by the reaction to it. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill's a wild dude, man. <laughs> Punk is a wild dude. He's hilarious. <laughs> you know exactly what he was doing, going out there to do whatever he did, and he did it. That's it. I mean, meeting with Miz and Hunter, uh, <laughs> like of all people, is is wild as it's hell. It's hilarious. <laughs> no, I, I love I love people that were like, oh, he's probably going there to visit friends. Guys, we've heard how many accounts from WWE people that have told us that he stopped talking to them the second mm-hmm. he was gone and he cut them off. That's a big reason why Corey Raves hates this man. And right. you think he's going there to visit friends? Listen, I like punk as much as the next guy, but let's be nah. real. Sichia <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. says, whenever I'm sending a message, I'm telling you I'm from Romania, just so you guys have a friend all the way from here. Best of luck, Will. I will keep supporting you guys. That's awesome. Man, that Romania. makes me so happy. Every time I hear somebody continuing to say that they're going to support Phil and Reg, uh, I very much appreciate that. Guys, mm-hmm. that's kind of the end of Super Chats. And I think with this being the three hour and eight minute mark of the show, um, I've reached my time here on Grapsity. You know, it's interesting. Um, When I left uh, RBR, it didn't feel as bitter as today does. Um, And that's because... I was finished with that chapter of my life and was ready to move on. And I don't feel done with Grapsity. I don't feel finished with Phil and Reg. I don't feel like I've completed this journey. These guys are my brothers. Last mm-hmm. week, I said Phil is the best writer in the business. And mm-hmm. he somehow managed to prove me right just this week. A couple times. Everything he puts out is thought-provoking. You don't have to agree with it. But the fact that he makes you at least question why you don't is why I believe Phil is the best. Mm -hmm. And I believe Phil is the reason why this show is what it is today. Mm -hmm. Righteous Reg, though, you, my friend, are heart and soul. I have never seen anyone with more passion for wanting to see other people succeed than you. When Reg supports you, he will ride for you until you've reached the mountaintop. And that is fucking beautiful. And that, to me, is the culture. And our culture needs that. It deserves that. Righteous Reg is the best of us. Mm. Fightful. Thank you for giving us the chance to do this on a Saturday. And for giving us the chance to have the best audience imaginable. I don't know how other shows have it, but I know that we have it amazingly. You guys out there, everybody in the chat, everybody who sends in super chats, everybody who we've met on the street, you guys make this one of the most fun jobs I've ever had. I am not saying goodbye. I'm just saying see you later. (laughs) Because I've got a lot to talk to you all about. There's always going to be more basketball. There's always wrestling happening. 
I'll be around. Seriously, thank you all. Bottom of my heart. <laughs> Couple more super chats. Ryan Sullivan mm -hmm. said, glad I caught this live so I could say thanks for the awesome podcast, Will. They've been great. Grapsity is in such great hands with Phil and Reg. Jake Salazar said, nah, Phil knows what he's doing. <laughs> he can hash it out with Hunter of all people. Nah, come on. Those three children can work it out with Punk. Oh, I hey, see man. what he's saying. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, man. Look, man. Uh, it was a huge risk. I, I know that we pitched this thing as the three of us, but um, it's never lost on me that this guy decided that he wanted to stop doing a podcast that he had done for over a decade to do a podcast with two guys he had never really recorded anything with on a mm -hmm. long basis right. and see if that could work. And I wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't have guessed that it would have done what it did. I wouldn't have guessed that uh, we are where we are. Um, and the funny thing, because uh, I mentioned people thought we're beefing, I think... Um, you know, me, me and Reg, of course, get along famously because mm -hmm. we're just a couple of dopes that make jokes. And, you mm -hmm. know, we've been doing doing what we do on this podcast in private in DMs for years. Um, but it's different. Um, <laughs> mm. um, it's different with this guy because I, I made friends with him here. It's going to be weird not talking to him every Saturday. Yeah, it's, um, this podcast has done so much for all three of us. I never really, I mean, I kind of expected some things would happen because we, we kind of set out to, to do something special. But then when it just kept happening, like, like I've realized my dreams through this podcast. Like, I've had theme songs for wrestlers. I've been to wrestling shows. I've had insanely amount of fun at scrums with these two dudes. I've uh, <laughs> all, the, all the things I could ever want to do in wrestling, like, I've started to do them with these two. And just like Phil said, Will took a chance because Phil and I don't hold our tongue. We not, we're it, it was, he didn't just get two dudes that are just going to come on here and, and walk this line. No, he like, he knew before we started the show that we'd be wilding on line on Twitter on, you know, like we ain't some regular dudes. So like, he really took a chance doing this and, and for it to get to where it has now, it's just like, it's so amazing, man. Waking up every Saturday. It's like the easiest job I get to do. Wake up on a Saturday and talk with my friends about pro wrestling and it's been it's been an amazing journey uh, all the support that people have given us every single week every time they've seen us today has been insane and will washington more than anybody i've never met someone like will washington he has his brain for wrestling is like i didn't even know that people could be like this. I didn't know that people could recall dates from this crazy time. I didn't know people could put together these different scenarios and memories so well. It's been great to be able to go along this journey with Will, you know, like 
Phil and I have been going at this for a while. We always talked about this, but the part that needed to be added on to really make it complete was Will Washington. And he came on and he played the role that we really needed, I feel, in order for this podcast to really kick off. Like the dynamics with the three of us is exactly what I always envisioned. And for us to execute it and get to do all the amazing things that that we've done. I'm just, I'm just like so blessed, man. Like, thanks, Will. We really appreciate you. As everybody has shown in the chats, like this is yeah. this this is a lot, man. We really, really yeah, love I, you, man. I don't yeah. I don't know if people can tell, but I was I'm having a moment at like yeah. three in the morning the other night because I was just thinking like we started this thing because we all wanted to succeed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it, there was there was a little bit of a sentiment out there. I'm not going to say that people were thinking it like, you know, almost like he was leaving us behind. And I was just like, nah, Mm-mm. that's not what you do for a friend. Nope. Right? Yeah. No, you, you lift a friend up and you want them to succeed. And we want you to succeed, man. We're proud of you. Mm-hmm. We're so fucking proud of you, man. So proud of you, man. Thank you guys so much, Fucking man. I don't know what the... <sighs> Again, you guys are the best. I wouldn't be... This show, none of this. This was just the right combination. You ever just accidentally... You ever find yourself in the kitchen and you're just like playing with the right ingredients and sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. But like, you just happen upon the the right ingredients that just made the most magic shit possible. That has been three of us. Mm-hmm. I was, I was certain the first time I knew, the first time the three of us had a conversation, I was like, this is it. This is, and, and you know, the funny thing is, I said this on Day After Dynamite the other day. But remember, about a week ago, we got on the phone to talk business we were supposed mm-hmm. to be talking yeah. about something <laughs> show related and we were talking Crazy. business and an hour later we looked up and we're like man we're just ourselves we can't help mm-hmm. it we can't help it. you get the three <laughs> of us in the same place and we cannot help but do what we do we have how many just- times after our podcast on saturdays have we went an hour an hour and a half after the show just talking about just talking. everything just so many because- times yeah, because like I said, I have never uh, in my life just had something where we just clicked, where it just hit. Uh, and I, more than anything, am going to miss doing this show. Again, like I said, I did not feel and do not feel like uh, my journey with this is done. Um, and my journey with you two isn't done. Mm-mm. I promise that. Not by a long shot. Uh, yeah, we still got stuff to do, man. And we're going the all the way the fuck up. This is the sad moment for a little bit, but it's really a fucking it's, awesome moment. And so many cool things are about to happen. I'm so excited for the future of the business. I'm so excited about the future of everything. It's like some really amazing things are going to start happening. So don't go away from this thinking it's sad. Like this <laughs> no, is a this, fucking this is, celebration, this, big dog. This, this is not a sad moment. I, mm-hmm. I, I just, it's going to be weird not talking to this guy every week. It's going to be on weird. Saturday. 
Um, yes. Just talking everything about wrestling with this guy. I mean, we're still going to talk wrestling with the guy, but yes, just not Every getting game. together and doing it on Saturday is just going to be weird. It's um, going to be weird. And like I said, I'm proud of the guy. I think part of the emotion is that I'm really, really happy for him. So um, cool. It's just, oh, it's just a lot at the same time. And, uh, Nah, I, I, I don't think we're. I don't think. I don't think the three of us are done. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's, that, it's not like this guy's never going to show up in, on a screen with the three. With the two of us. Yeah, and, come on. Uh, I'd, I'd imagine at some point it's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just uh, it's def- definitely a ripping the bandaid off moment. It's like mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, it's tough. Um, but now we're not done. Um, again, always appreciate you guys taking a chance on the three of us and. Um, supporting like you guys do, it's it's been amazing. It's been an amazing run. I I will not humble brag this. Nobody is gonna touch the year we had in twenty twenty two, from January to December. No from January January first during the podcast that we were not supposed to do, inviting mm-hmm. Tony Khan on this interview, on here to do an interview, and at the end of the year finishing with that Tony Khan interview, ain't nobody touching our twenty twenty. Let's go, baby. Last two super chats. BC Oran says, "Don't chat in often, but we've been watching Graft City since day one. Good luck in whatever comes for you, Will. Thank you." And uh, number one, Gunkel says, "Just popping in to say this podcast massively changed my love of wrestling. We'll miss you, Will. Thank you." Kai says, "You made everyone around you better, Will. Much love." With this, guys, this ends my tenure at Fightful. Uh, I am very grateful to everybody that has uh, been a part of my journey here at Fightful. Um, Sean Rossap and uh, Jimmy Van, especially for giving me the opportunity to be a part of Fightful, um, for getting to do reports, for getting to um, host post shows, podcasts. Um, there have been so many people that have been around me at Fightful. Um, and Jeremy and uh, and Kate and, uh, and Denise. Denise has honestly, um, I don't think you guys have. Uh, that's a mystery to people, but me and Denise have become great friends, and that all happened through Fightful as well. Uh, and just everybody, everybody on the select team, everybody who uh, who's helped out in even just the littlest way in helping us do what we've do at, done at Grapsity. I've gotten to have great dream conversations with people. I've gotten to interview uh, some of my favorites in the business. I've gotten to interview some up and comers in the business. And uh, uh, that's been really amazing, really special. And I, I'm gonna miss doing this. I'm gonna miss doing this every single Saturday. But I'm also going to be tuned in every single Saturday because I trust, I know that these two are going to kill it and continue killing it. These are the funniest guys I know. These guys have some of my favorite observations and I will still be here every Saturday, just not on the top left of your screen. Mm -hmm. And so with that, thank you so much. Thank you to everyone for watching. Thank you for everyone for tuning in. I think I want to see that new intro one last time. Mm-hmm. And that is how we'll close out this show. I love you all. Peace.
Yo. It's Grapsody with Will Phil and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective, gotta fill your voice Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that, and we're down with FIFO, better fall back Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat No need to double check, these are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're Graps D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're Graps D here to talk craps. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.